Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hello? Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We galvanized the troops, and they changed their minds. I am convinced it was done, they were moving it, and that was it. Until they heard our response, and they changed it. So I take credit for that, too. If you are convinced that you saved college football, the wild card line is open to you. I did save college football. I brought back the bagel sandwiches. <laughs> You're right, Talk to the president. I you actually... know what? We'll talk to all the presidents. Yeah. If you are a former president, call the show right call now. Call right in. <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Quebec! Watch your profanity! Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. I need to turn my microphone on. That's I don't know how right. things no- work. Nothing's working around no, here. No, it's... Nothing's working. <laughs> it's not like it's a big day. Oh, no, it's Here's what we not. have. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need. Something like that. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Yeah. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Boner? Game this week is going to be too hot. I'm going to give you... It's too hot. I'm going to give you two cities around the globe... I'm again. I'm going to ask you for a specific temperature. Which one's hotter at a certain time of year? So it won't all just be now. Might Celsius? Be in, no, I'm doing all Fahrenheit just for you because I know. I know that's what you need. I do love Fahrenheit. Uh, today's the day, kitties, kiddos, kitties, whatever. They're on sale now. The new Man and Bone World Tour T-shirts. They just hit the market. Plus the limited edition boxes are up for grabs. There's 75 of them. Go to 971thefan.com. You will see a link for it Yes, right there. Just click on that. Click on that because somehow the other link is not working that we've been <laughs> tweeting out. So just mm-hmm. go to 971thefan.com, mm-hmm. yeah. click through on that link. And also, with the purchase of your box, you will get a live stream of T-Bone murdering stupid bread. <laughs> Uh, it takes a lot it takes a lot to get to get t-bone angry doesn't take a lot to get me angry i woke up angry no (laughs) every day i wake up angry built different oh damn it i'm alive (laughs) i thought that was gonna be it yeah no that's all right um here's one thing though when you order if you do order the box set and again i realize this only applies to 75 of you who are listening i will try not to do this every single segment of the day but if you do want to buy the box for $200 where you get the meet and greet with us on August 1st, the t-shirt does have a size that you need to put in for it. And you'll have to do that in the special instructions on the cart page. So when you buy the shirt, you'll go to a cart page and it will say special instructions. In there, type in small, medium, large, XL, double X. I think we go up to triple X. So do that. Uh, 3XL. If that's what you are, like me, that's fine. We don't have these printed, so we are printing we're, we're them. We're getting them made. To order, so they stay nice and juicy and fresh. 
Yeah, because you know, if you get a shirt made and then leave it sit, it gets stale. Yeah. You want a brand new, this will be fresh. Well, you know, right when off we, the press. We've, we've sold shirts before. And the problem is, is that, you know, they were very nice shirts, but they're already printed. We had them. And so once we ran out of extra larges, that was the end of that. Yeah, right. Now, I mean, all 75 of you who order the box can order 3X, and we'll get you 3X. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just doing a little, I'm just right now trying to make sure everybody gets the link. I hear you typing. Just making sure everybody knows. Just go to 971thefan.com, the main page. Click on the Man and Bone World Tour logo, and that'll get you where you need to go. How's the golf yesterday? Good? Great. Sorry I missed it. I got to see the, uh, the back end of a DJ who was not there. They, they put... Don't even ask. It's not even worth going into. No, I'm glad. I'm glad that we had the Fan <laughs> Golf Classic. St- the, yeah, the Fan Golf Classic is great. Fan and golf I classic. appreciate everyone that was out there. And then, you know, the radio product. Hey, just an afterthought. Let's throw them in the bar. Yeah. Where, I where no one is. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I couldn't find where we were. So I had to walk around. And then eventually they're like, oh, yeah, there's a DJ who's got your spot. So I said, oh, well, that's nice. Can I just, uh, I just got an update. Oh, okay. Uh, these boxes are going to go... Like in the next 10 minutes. Oh, so that you, quick? So if you want a box. Now, I feel like we're on QVC. No, no, no. I'm, I just, I want to be honest. With you. I'm not trying to sell you something. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But if you're going to get a box and you're like, well, I'll wait two minutes. Right. Please don't do that because I've got Scotty Vegas sending me text messages. Okay. Real time updates. How many boxes we have left. Okay. And they're, they're going. And we, I also want to say that during the meet and greet on August 1st, Panama Ted will be there wearing booby tassels on the bar. So if you were on the fence, well, he's going to be on the bar. <laughs> and then they won't buy anything. So. No, they'll buy something. And a pasty over his schlongerooney. Mm, that's right. It so like a little, little uh, maybe next year, Red Hot Chili Peppers can be the inspiration for what we're doing. Speaking of schlongerooney. Well, I just, real quick, I just wanted to say, I tried to log into the website and it gave me like, we have this little like double authentication, triple check quadruple put in your social security number check to go and today the authentication number it gave me i don't know if this is a good sign One, or two, a bad three, sign four. no it was it ended it ended it's a long number but it ended in a 666 so in one hand i want to say that's metal as hell like yeah yeah man and bone world tour wow. <laughs> but then also it's like are is the website going to be cursed and just blow up in our face i don't know hopefully not 971thefan.com World Tour box set available, limited time. I was watching uh, the Tube last night. I forget what show I was watching. But there was a 45-second commercial for a medical affliction. Oh? The bent carrot. Have you heard about this? Ben- no, I've not heard of it. I do Apparently, not. bent peepees are a thing for people. And so the entire commercial was just pictures of bent carrots and oh, how you I- can fix your carrot. I- <laughs> Oh, so that's they were referring to male genitalia yes. as a carrot. Yes, you, it needs to get straight. Okay. Apparently, bent is a problem. Bent is so a problem. So if in a couple weeks, because it, it's right up our alley, yeah. you, you hear common man here for bent carrot. Right. I'm hoping that you do. By all means, I, I'll advertise whatever you want to talk about with regards to down there. I'll help out anybody who needs help. Whatever. I mean, I'm not personally... Would you, would you do a before and after? Like, would you... Sign oh. up for a Polaroid of of a carrot that I'm your, holding. Your carrot, my carrot, your carrot. Do you not have this problem? That's going to be one of those little baby carrot situations. Just so you know, where it's like people thought those were grown. It's like no, they've been whittled down to be that shape. But that's okay. 
I didn't know that they they weren't. I can't believe you didn't know that a different kind of carrot. I thought it was a special little baby carrot that they grew. I didn't know they were adult carrots and they just chopped them down to size. No, they were adult carrots, my friend. Adult, very adult. By the way, I found it, and I don't know if I should put this out there, but I will because my wife was telling me about something she did not know about, not related to uh, curvatures of the earth or whatever we were just talking about. Uh, popcorn. She was. She thought it was just regular corn picked at a different time. No, it's a special. Right, it's a special kind type of corn. of corn. And I, I had we had done an, uh, I think a bone and beam or a bone and beam that too, a bone of education on popcorn and over Orville Redenbacher and all that stuff. So I remember looking into all that and finding out about it. But yeah, popcorn is its own. There's there's popcorn farmers. That yes. is a that is a. I term, watch them on QVC. That's a term that delights me. They sell popcorn on QVC. Farmer John. Because you know farming is t- hard work. It's difficult. I have respect for the the people who craft our land to be able to provide sustenance for us. I think that's an immense value, something that we need. But a lot of times you have like, oh, he's a cattle farmer, and you think like, oh, I mean, he's got the big trailer and he's giant steer. They're trying to get in there. They're trying to feed. You hear popcorn farmer, you think a guy who's just. I don't know. It just seems fun. It seems like he just goes every day and is like, which movie shall I watch today to prepare for popcorn well, farming? You, you know like, that's not what he does. Of course not. But in my head, I think you also have to cultivate like everything around popcorn, which is movies, which is, you know, like sporting events. Like he goes and researches to say, ooh, here we need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what we need. And then he goes back to his farm and he calculates and he makes better crops. There's a lot of science involved. Because they have hybrid kernels and different types of popcorn. That's right. Do you want a traditional kernel or one of those like roundish kernels? Yes. How much husk are you going to have in there? Yeah, right. That would be... See, this is all good. This is all stuff that I didn't think about. You know what's not good? What's that? The start of the show. I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Hey, uh, Juan Soto won the home run derby and he turned down $440 million. I have a couple thoughts on this. First of all, you know how much I hate the home run derby. I say every single year, I don't watch a second of it. Even when I was still in love with baseball, I never watched the home run derby because I don't know why anything is interesting where there's only one outcome. That's one of my big problems with Major League Baseball as a whole is that the strikeout is celebrated, the home run is celebrated, and everything else just a byproduct of that. When you watch the home run derby... It's either you don't hit it out or you do. And this is for two and a half hours. It does not hold my attention. I know a lot of you like it. I let you live, but let me live too. You know, that I will say though, it does get so much more attention because of that simple fact. Because it's just so easy to follow. Yeah, but I hate I hate that. I, I know that, but... You're, I, you're, like, you're taking something complicated and dumbing it down. I don't like it. I know. I know, and it's it, right. It's not baseball at all. It's in fact something that you could argue is what's ruined baseball for a lot of well, whatever. people. Whatever, I, I like people not, enjoy it. They not watched hitting, it. Not hitting home runs, but the fact that every guy now swings like it's home run derby time. But yeah, go they ahead. They like the theater of all of that. So congratulations, Juan Soto. Turn down four hundred forty million dollars. No, I'm not here to say you should take that deal or not. But I do find it interesting when he comes out after the fact when this this news leaks, which he's not comfortable with, but. All right, too bad. You understand how the news cycle works. So this news leaks that he turned down $440 million. And his response is, yeah, I sort of control the things I can control. I've got people who handle that. Hey, Juan, I hate to break it to you, buddy. You control this because you hire the people that negotiate your deal. All right, I can't control if the sun hurtles into the earth today. I can't control that. But you can control whether you take a $440 million deal or not.
Oh, yeah. I can't imagine going home to my wife. And if she's like, you know, I, I when you have a contract, we have contracts here. We work with contracts. And if I went to my wife and she said, well, okay, so what's your new contract look like? How long are you locked I in? What are you I making? can't control that's, that. Honey, that's out of my control. You know, it's just whatever I get, whenever they give it to me, he has more control over his situation than just about any human walking the face of the earth today. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I mean, how think about how many people wish they could go tell their bosses, hey, whatever you offered for me, ah, it's not good enough. No, I'm going to keep playing. And I know that if you don't, and I'm going to keep doing what I do, but if if you don't give me that money, if I don't take your offer, there will be nine other people that do the same thing that I do now that they will, they will then say, oh, we'll come over here and do it for more. He is in control of that. So just own that and say... Yeah, I know I turned down $440 million and I'm and I'm willing to see who's going to pay me more because I know I'm worth more. Now, excuse me, I got some home runs to hit. And then he goes out and wins a home run derby. That would have been a little bit more badass. Not that I'm saying I agree with turning down $440 million. I'm just saying if you're going to do that, do it. Be the villain. Be Ric Flair. Own it. Don't be Ric Flair. No, well, under no circumstances should you be Ric Flair. Did you see that video of him? What an idiot. Teddy said that to me. I just... Where he's wrestling again, this 70-year-old guy who's cheated death 18 million times, and he's filming after he's put razor blades on his head, he's bleeding, getting beaten up in the parking lot. This is to promote a fight that everyone already knows is happening. So, like in wrestling, as dumb as this is, in wrestling... Sometimes it's like, wow, I didn't know that guy disliked this guy. Mind. Guess they're going to fight at the next pay-per-view. No, this was already announced. And then he's like, I better go out there and make it look good. This is so stupid. Germans are excited about Tom Brady. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find traffic a slow on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Plan on some backups in that area. And watch out for an accident on South Hamilton Road south of East Livingston Avenue. Traffic is slow as they get things clear. Strawberry Report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a pound of strawberries or six-ounce raspberries or blackberries. Just $1.49, not the July 19th. Get real. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. The Man and Bone World Tour t-shirts are on sale now. Go to 971thefan.com. The link is there. Click it. There's go nine seven one thefancom Look for the man and bone yeah, there. logo that it. looks like not anything you've ever seen us put out before because it's a rock logo. And then click on that and you'll go to the man and bone tour site and you can buy the t-shirt. And we have the red t-shirt for thirty dollars. It's beautiful. We're only selling them for three days and then they're gone. The box sets are still available. There's only seventy five of them. So if you want one, get it now. Don't forget to tell us which size shirt you want. It's in the special instructions when you buy the box in the Just type in, the in cart. your size. We'll get type it for in you. your size. Yes. 971thefan.com. Click on the link. The Buccaneers and the Seahawks are playing week 10 in Munich, Germany. 
First time the NFL's been in Germany in a long time. Is this the first regular season game ever in Germany? I feel... I. You know what? I don't know. Because I feel like there was something played in Germany, but I might just be thinking of NFL Europe. But I, no, I anyway, swear there was something played in Germany They're going to be in Munich week 10. And... Tickets on StubHub for this game are going for as high as $34,000. I'm sorry. Did you say $34,000? $34,000. Oh. Face value hey. ticket prices with a top range of less than $200 are already sold out. Uh, so anything you get is going to be on the secondary market. And it's not just like, oh, $34,000. What is that? Some sort of luxury box? No. I mean, it's a, it's a good seat. But you also have seats going for twenty five grand. The least expensive ticket for this game on StubHub, if you want to go to Germany, is six hundred and eight dollars. That is the least expensive ticket for a week one game, or week week ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, week ten. Tampa Bay and Seattle in Germany. That's that is unreal to me. Now I, I don't mean, know if this is all Germans excited about this or. If, just a ton of Americans in Germany or in Europe said we're going to this game and they're buying up all the tickets. I have no idea, but that's quite an achievement. Well, uh, yeah, but I can't imagine. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what someone who has thirty some thousand dollars to spend on a soccer or on a football ticket. I don't know. I don't know what that does for you. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is I don't know who that client is. I don't know who that person is, but I'm guessing that's a person that doesn't just. They're not limited by location. You know what I mean? If you got thirty grand to blow on a game, you can live anywhere in the world and make it to that game because you probably got enough funds to also get a nice flight over there, get some nice accommodations. So it might be people in Germany who just really want to see football, or I'm guessing those people who have that type of money, they've probably been to NFL games, right? They've already been over here if they're from Europe or something. I know this though; it's very. It'll be interesting to watch how the NFL does in Germany specifically. Are you familiar with? how German soccer kind of runs their whole deal. No, they're, they're called the Bundesliga. Maybe you've heard that term before. That's Bayern Munich and a bunch of other big time soccer teams. They have rules in German soccer that say the pro teams, I forget the, the technical term for it, but it's, it's basically this, no matter how much the private ownership group that owns the team owns, they do not get more than a 49% say over the fans in how things are run. So even, I mean, again, these are all privately owned teams as far as I understand it, but the fans get a 51% say more or less in how the club is governed. But how so, do you get a say? Like they decide what players to go after? Or no, 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 no. If they're going to change uniforms? If, it's more like this. If they don't like the people who run the team, they can vote them out. Oh. If they don't like the I way like that, that it's managed. Let's do that here. Yes. And the league and the league has put this in place and I heard their the I don't know, their Roger Goodell basically of German soccer talking about this and he he quite literally voiced the opinion that we don't want to become like oh say the NFL in the United States where everyone gets priced out of everything. You go to a German soccer game, beers are between three and five American dollars to get a beer. You will see people carrying, they literally have holders where you can put like 12 of them in one little handled holder and carry them back to your row because they're so cheap. People buy a lot of beer. Food is cheaper at those games. Ticket costs are 
relatively low for pro sports. It's the biggest pro sport there, but they're still relatively moderate prices. And they said the reason they did that was because they do not want to lose the fans. They do not want these fans to have the chance to say, well, I just can't go. And it becomes a very corporate atmosphere. They want the fan passion. So they have put a protections in place specifically to say, let's not have high ticket prices. Let's not gouge people That's and let the richest you know person get into this game. So I wonder when the NFL, because they don't want to just stop with this game, right? They want to have more games there. And I think eventually they want to have a team there. If there's ever going to be a European contingent of NFL teams that play each other and then go back to the U.S., that would be Germany would be a spot where they would do it. I wonder how German fans will react to the fact the first game there is getting ticket prices in the tens of thousands of dollar range on the secondary market. Maybe maybe they won't care. Maybe that won't matter. I just find that all interesting given how their sporting culture apparently is in their actual biggest sport. Big 12 and Pac-12. Nobody really knows what's going to happen with these two conferences. If I think if either one of them is going to survive, they have to merge. Talks about a partnership between the two. I uh, have a apparently ended without an agreement. Officials from the Big 12 told Pac-12 officials yesterday they were no longer interested in exploring the partnership, according to sources. A Big 12 source said the deal didn't work for the Big 12 for a multitude of reasons, reasons, which included the fact that any potential deal wouldn't have driven much revenue for the league. Yeah. Want to know why? Because nobody cares about these leftover schools. Nobody cares. All your big money schools have walked out the door. I understand why they explored this. I understand why the Big 12 and the Pac-12 got together and said, what can we make? But I'm also quite sure, like, you know, a college basketball player gets paperwork from the league to say, yeah, we think you're a mid-first round pick. We think you're an early second round pick. I'm quite sure they kicked the tires on a television deal if they were to merge. And you know what the information they got back from the networks was? Not that good. Right. Because not, your teams aren't that good. We don't, we don't have a lot to offer us. I saw this from uh, it's it's James uh, Crapia or Crapia who covers the Ducks uh, for Fox Sports Eugene and the Oregonian. And he tweeted this out. He said, for Oregon, it's great news the Pac-12 isn't going to merge with the Big 12. That offered almost nothing to Oregon competitively. Ducks don't need to be with schools in Texas to recruit that state. And they already have Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and Baylor on future schedules leaves the door open or it says big 10 goal stays alive. Like, so sounding almost like Oregon was going to have to stick it out. If the PAC 12 did this merger, cause they're, I guess not enough yet for them to say, well, we can't do that. We're going to wait on the big 10. But now that this has failed, this furthers their efforts to apparently join the big 10, which I think we all assumed was what they want to do. And we all know they would like to do that, but interesting to see someone who covers the team who basically said ah if if you want to see Oregon in the Big Ten this is good news but yeah I'm not shocked at all that the TV networks looked at that and said oh the scraps of two mediocre conferences yeah no thanks you combining those is not really that well, it's great. not no thanks they would have gotten a deal but it certainly wasn't the type of cash they probably envisioned no it, I mean, again it'd be like going to a steakhouse and someone brings you the remains of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a bologna sandwich and right. it's like is this going to work for you now pay the steak price, please. You're like, I don't even know if I want to eat that, but I'm definitely not paying steak prices for it. SEC Media Days going on in Hillbilly Land. Nick Saban talks about money. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on South Hamilton Road, south of East Lindston Avenue. Still working to get this one clear. This crash does involve injuries. Please use caution over here. And traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. About a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Right now, Staples count books and number two pencils are just 50 cents. And two pocket paper folders are just 25 cents each. In-store only. Offer ends on August 27th. Limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples. And Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. All right, we got a big week. Today, right now, our brand new t-shirt is for sale. Limited edition. Go get them now. 971thefan.com. You will see a link that says Man and Bone World Tour. Follow the link. You can get one of our sexy red ones for 30 bucks or Big Spender. Mm. You can get the $200 VIP box, which includes a ticket, a magical ticket. Come meet Bone and me at a secret location mm-hmm. on August 1st. Is that a Monday? That's a Monday. I All right, believe, Monday, yes. I August 1st. Right. It'll be in the evening. We're not going to tell you where. When you buy the box, we will let you know where the secret, lo- secret location is. It is a private party. No one else can come in. We will be scanning your retina and checking your bent carrot. <laughs> I can't wait to check people's bent carrot. What? What? Do, I mean, I guess that's an effective way to advertise that. That's but Ted's we, job. He's going to stand at the door. Oh man! Make sure your carrot's not bent. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. We Ted. only want straight as an arrow. Ted, are you pee-pees. excited? Are you excited to come out and be a part of this event? I'm very excited, especially mm. now that I found out my duties. That's right. Good. This Can't is actually make it on the bar. As rare as it is to see Mike out in the wild and to catch him at an event, seeing Panama Ted out in the wild. Oh, and I can't tell you. That's a whole other thing. But at the special meet and greet, where we will take pictures with you if you want, we'll sign whatever the hell you want, you can talk to us about stories we can't tell on the air, you ask me about people I hate, I'll give you the unfiltered version. But we're all, we're also going to have something special for you, a special little... There's a thing. Yeah, there's, there's, an there's extra a thing. thing. We can't tell you what the thing is, but no, it's going to be an extra thing. it's a thing. surprise thing there for another added bonus that hopefully you'll enjoy. You may we, be able to pour it down your gullet. Mm, that's, that's my hint to you. And again, it's a bent carrot. Yeah. <laughs> Are those liquefied bent carrots? Yeah, of course. Just liquefy it up. Carrot That'll, juice. Not bent then at that point. That's true. SEC Media Days going on in Atlanta. Uh, Nick Saban says Alabama football players made more than $3 million in name, image, and likeness deals over the past year. 
That's I'm a, sure that's a number that will go up year over year, but I'm also quite sure all these coaches would like everyone to know how much their players are making, right? Isn't that kind of yeah. a bragging I mean, rights Ohio thing? Ohio State puts out a press release every 10 seconds. It's a bragging rights thing. It's also, though, a recruiting thing of saying, hey, if you come here and you're good, look at how much money you could make in a year. He says, name, image, and likeness is not an issue for us at Alabama. And our players, I think, did better than anyone in the country last year. The biggest concern is how this does impact and affect recruiting because on the recruiting trail right now, there's a lot of people using this as inducements to go to their school by making promises they may or may not be able to keep in terms of what players are doing. Well, yeah, there's there's that. I get it. There's also the fact that we just throw these numbers out in the air. Did they really make $3 million at Alabama? We have no idea. Well, we have no right. clue. How would we verify we don't. that? Ohio State can put out a press release right now and say, hey, we made $5 million. Yeah. And who's going to prove them wrong? No one is. I mean, that that is also part of what makes this difficult is not just not being able to verify all that information for recruiting purposes, but it's also that, I mean, Nick Saban is partially right. You have guys getting promised on the recruiting trail, oh man, if you come here, I'm pretty sure we can work out a deal for you. Now, that's not going to be your number one recruit in the country or the the top 10 guys in any class. They're going to get their deals probably sorted out fairly quickly, if not even prior to them getting on campus, right? But there is that little prickly issue of the coaches don't actually direct this stuff. The coaches are not the ones technically. Now, maybe they are finding ways to direct it through intermediaries. And I'm guessing like, you know, guys like Brian Schottenstein, who runs one of the name, image, and likeness things here, I'm quite sure whatever's allowed is what they're doing, right? Yeah, so, when those guys have a fundraiser, yeah. What what is that? What is the name of his thing called? I forget. I uh but I, I forget. Cardale's involved and Urban's involved in that one. When they hold a fundraiser, and I think they just did this. They're getting ready Ryan, to, yeah. Ryan Day and Chris Holtman are there. Right. They're gonna so, be there. I'm saying that when when those things happen, I'm guessing whatever level of involvement the coaches are allowed to have by the NCAA, whatever laws exist for this, if there there really aren't any right now, but they're I'm sure they are they are getting as in communication as they are allowed to. But technically, Ryan Day can't go to a recruit and say, if you come here, I will pay this amount. No, but let's not and, pretend. And this guy is going to back me and pay that. Like, they have to make sure that happens. So there could be situations All right. where some schools, not at Ohio State, probably not at Bama, not at the big boy schools, but at some schools where they think they've got some backing, they say, oh, man, if you come here, you're a top, look at you, you're like a top five wide receiver in our state. You come here, I guarantee you we'll get you a car deal or something. We'll find a way. And then they get on campus. Maybe they don't start right away. And then that deal never materializes. I get what he's saying there. That is technically true. I get true. what he's saying, too. However, you know, Nick Saban's one of these, wow, we got the, the good old days. We got to protect the sanctity of college football. Absolutely. There was always lies, right? Whether it's a coach sitting down saying, I got to tell you. I can't I, I, I can't make any promises, but I also can't see a way, if you do what you're supposed to do, that I can possibly keep you off the football field as a true freshman. Sure. We've seen that. We've seen promises made. Promises are not kept. We've seen Buckeyes who transfer out of here. We've seen it in the last 12 months. Guys who felt they were promised things. They were sort of, you know, carried along for a little while in their eyes, right or wrong. They didn't, the coaching staff didn't live up to those promises. We've always seen this in yeah. college football. Yeah, we have. And, and I think that's where Nick Saban's disingenuous in saying we need to be careful about the haves and the have nots. 
Right, Nick, but you're a have, and you've you've always been a have it at the at LSU certainly, and then of course at Bama. Like you've been one of those guys that figured it out. He's all concerned, but you're right, the haves and the have nots. Is Nick Saban putting a cap on the amount of five star guys he recruits in a class? No. If you're really concerned about the have nots, then then half of your roster should be designated for three star guys and guys who just need a chance. I, right? Yes. And I know that there's there's plenty of conversation out there about they're they're talking now about ca- you have not even had players actually get official salaries, and we've already seen coaches come out and say we need to cap the amount of money these guys can make. How about you cap the amount of money that a coach? I was going to say, all right, your salary first. Cap the coaches' salaries. They're actual employees of, not... of these places. Cap the coaches' salaries and cap the assistant coaches' salaries and cap the amount of money you can yes. take in that is spent at the football facility in a given year on like waterfalls in the locker room. Exactly right. Th- then. I'm willing to hear you out I'm on not saying there traditional old-timey college football stuff. I think there should be rules here. You know how they're going to enforce these rules because the NCAA really has no power. You're just going to cross your fingers and hope the federal government does it. Who the hell knows? But that's laughable to me when you're talking about caps on what a player can make when there's no caps on what you can make. Right. And that's I, that's where I think he loses a lot of people. I mean, or at least more coaches he should lose you want a lot on your staff too, right? right. They We're just tear that rule up, right? <laughs> There's right. not even caps on how many coaches you can have. We're uncapping. We're decapping. We're 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 not capping anything in regard to that. But we're going to cap how much a guy can get in name, image, and likeness. All I know is this: you're right. And and here's here's everything that I just said is nice in an ideal world. You know what world we live in? We live in a world where the SEC doesn't talk to the Big Ten, doesn't talk to the Pac-12, doesn't talk to the Big 12, other than when they're going to steal a couple of their teams, doesn't talk to the ACC. All those conferences are going to say, oh yeah, we'll do that. You first, you go right ahead and cap how much Nick Saban can make. Well, then we'll do it with Ryan Day in the Big Ten. No, None of these conferences are going to step up first and say, we all need to do this together for the good of our sport. Because they know one of them will change the rules and say, oh, but this is still allowed. And we'll do this little, you know, wiggle room slash, you know, uh, way around it. And then all of a sudden that conference will get the better coaches and then they'll go back to winning all the games. So until we get some, again, I can't believe I'm saying this, till we get some regulatory body above all of college football, you know, like the NCAA theoretically should be, we are not going to really see this even out anytime soon. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from South Hamilton Road south of East Livingston Avenue. All lanes every open, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic recovers. You'll also find some backups in I-70 eastbound between Mountain Street and Route 315. Striving report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If summer is heating up your hiring needs, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job and get hiring today by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company, Beaverqueef.
Chief can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Our brand new t-shirt is for sale now. But it's only for the next three days. Go to 971thefan.com. You will see a link that says Man and Bone World Tour. Click on it. And you can buy our sexy red shirt for $30. Or if you're Mr. Moneybags or Mrs. Moneybags, Mm -hmm. you can buy our VIP box set, which comes with a collection of goodies and a ticket to a private meet and greet with me and T-Bone. That's going to be... I'm looking forward to that. We'll show you our naked bodies. I don't know that I'm looking... That's not happening. I didn't sign up for that. But in the in that box, you do get a uh, beer glass, which we got to see today. The printed product, the finished product. Very nice. The box has all the fake tour dates in it, which are, I think, pretty cool. It's a nice detail. It's a nice souvenir box. But then you also get a guitar pick with uh, that logo on it. It's just, it's, I think it's a neat little collector's edition. And also this is the, like, I mean, this is the first time we've ever done something like this. Yeah. And, and you know what? Could be the last. If you guys don't like it. <laughs> True enough. So you, you decide. Yeah. Right. If, if people like this enough, they may let us do something, not, not the same thing, but something like this next year, maybe we'll get to do another fun project like this, but. And I don't, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn when I say we're not making any money off of this. Oh, no. All right. I mean, we're. We're doing this. We're we're selling these to break even. This was this was not a, ch- a cheap proposition to come up with all this box stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I mean, that's as far as I know too. So all I know is this. Ultimately, with with all of what we're doing here, this is something that we thought would be fun to do. It's summertime, right? Sometimes we don't have as much sports to talk. We thought we'd have something fun that we could Wait look till forward Thursday. to. Well, true enough. No sports allowed on no the sports Thursday on that show. day. Yeah. Three hours. But that's why we thought, let's do something fun in the summer. We thought about this world tour idea. If you like it, if this goes well, next year we may do some other idea like this, but it will. these shirts will never be made again. We have yeah. committed everyone to say, we're never printing these shirts again. We're never making these boxes again. It's a one-time only deal. 971thefan.com. Do it now. Inside the NFL. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Bone. All right, man. Just some kind of news and notes from around the league here. We've got Eddie Goldman, who is a, a defensive tackle that was brought in by the Falcons. They signed him to their 90-man roster. Not sure that he would have made the team anyway, but he has announced he is going to retire. Uh, according to uh, the reports out about this, he was going to make $1.12 million this year with 895000 of his salary guaranteed. He was a 2015 second-round pick by the Bears, played for Chicago through last season, opted out of the 2020 season due to COVID. Uh, the Bears cut him in March to save some money. He had 175 tackles, 13 sacks, and a fumble recovery in 81 games for the Bears. Bears. So there you go. One less guy to be in that defensive lineman room there in Atlanta. Uh, also, this is not a shock, but there's no real news yet on any new deal with Kyler Murray. We have heard a lot of optimistic discussions have been going on that there's possibility of this all getting done and getting worked out. But so far, we've not actually heard anything official. So uh, he is apparently uh, he is as of right now, just going to be either staying away or or maybe they'll get a deal worked out quicker. But we're getting closer and closer to the time where these things need to be decided. So we'll see if any news shakes out of that. 
Joe Schoen, he is the new general manager for the Giants, and he expects to be, quote, nervous this week. Uh, he said he was at a golf outing on Monday, said he'll be a nervous wreck during this uh, entire training camp session, seeing all the people that he's helped bring in, some of the new additions to the team. Uh, so he said that's very stressful for him, especially then cutting that roster down from 90 guys down to the minimum 53 or the maximum you can have 53 man roster. So that's something to keep an eye on there. I'm sure a lot of GMs are feeling the same way, especially the ones who are new in their positions. A little bit on the lawsuit front here. There was the Brian Flores lawsuit against the uh, Dolphins and the NFL. Well, apparently that's going to be taking a little bit longer in the process. The judge has delayed some deadlines related to a motion filed by the NFL to compel arbitration. So basically what this means is the league had said, hey, if we can't reach an agreement, can you force this to go into arbitration so we can force Brian Flores to settle with us? Uh, And then the judge had said, well, here are the deadlines for us to consider that to even happen. Now the judge has moved those deadlines back further. So it's it's not anything that's going to necessarily mean that Flores is going to say, all right, fine, I'll go ahead and settle or anything like that. It's just saying this process is going to take a little longer than we thought. Uh, so we'll see if the NFL eventually is made to testify further on this or if there's more coming out well, from we'll this. S- we'll see because Brian Flores has said time and time again, this is not money. This is about the truth. Now, yeah. who the hell knows? Maybe they dangle enough money at him. The truth suddenly does not become that important. But yeah. I thought you wanted this discovery phase. Yeah, and and I think he, I would think everyone who says they didn't do anything wrong would want the discovery phase. The NFL clearly seems like they do not want this discovery phase. Here's what the NFL wants, and I find this interesting too. The arbitration process they're referring to is not like a standard if, Mike, you and I went into legal battle and a judge ordered us to go have an arbitrator sit in between us. This They're talking about the arbitration process that the NFL has for disputes with a team and a player or a team and a coach when it comes to payment. So if that's what happens, one of the people in that suit will be the NFL going to an NFL-sanctioned arbitration court. I don't know about you. That seems a little bit sketchy. Yeah, That seems like that wouldn't necessarily work out for anybody who is maybe fighting the NFL on something. So that is also why Brian Flores and his attorneys do not want to see this go into that situation. And finally, Rodney Hudson who had been kind of on the outs with the Cardinals. He was uh, basically saying that he may not be reporting to camp, and so that was the thing that was making him look like he might not be a part of things. Their offensive lineman, their offensive tackle. He has now confirmed, apparently, that he will be back. He will be with the team. They are going to work out exactly what the compensation is. The announcement has not been made on what that is, but he is back in good graces with the Cardinals. So that's one major piece down for their offseason plans now they have to figure out the kyler murray piece of that here's a little nugget for you thank you bone yes so last night when all you mouth breathers were watching home run derby there was nothing on i wanted to watch so i flipped on the roku and they have a streaming unsolved mysteries channel on there not the dennis farina episodes the old robert stack episodes from the early 90s okay that's yeah, those are very old. And Robert Stack was setting up a story, you know, he's got a tremendous narrator voice. And there was this story about Beverly Hills and the rich people who live in Beverly Hills and how homeless live among them and the friction that that causes sometimes. Got it. 
But he set this up by saying Beverly Hills, 90210, the most expensive community to live in oh, the country. Oh, I would assume so. It's Beverly Hills. With an average household income. And again, this is 1990 of $75,000. What? Yes. What? That's, you know, 32 years ago, but wait, just think about what? that. What? Hang 75 on. grand. What year was this? Aaron Spelling making 75 grand a year. <laughs> what year was this? What's 1990. When did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air come out? Like well, Uncle Phil was only making 85 grand. I mean, I, maybe, but I'm just saying like you that, make more now than Uncle no Phil. Way. There's no way. There's no way. That is way. No, that's ridiculous. Robert Stack's not lying. That's how much things have changed. That's how little your dollar goes. Little <laughs> far? Is that again, I'm so know. baffled by this that you could live in Beverly Hills on like a $75,000 income even back in the 80s. I would have thought of the late 90s. Now that's the average. Well, yeah. You, know, you had people making much more and people making much less. Got to have people so. clean those houses too, Bone. Well, I know that, but I'm just making the point that I'm shocked that that would be the living. I'm guessing that's not the case now. Is it? I think we should all pack up and move to Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. That's mm-hmm. what Weezer said. That's not where I want to be. No? no. You want to be in Beverly Hills? I'm no, shocked. Not for me. Uh, Notre Dame still trying to stay independent. Stop me if you've heard this before. I'll give you the latest coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for. You'll find traffic is slow on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Plan on some delays in that area. And you'll also find some slowdowns on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. About a five-minute delay. Traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeyCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers. Earn $1,400 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-up bonus. Paid CDL training available. Apply at RumpkeyCareers.com or stop by the career fair at Rumpke on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3. Equal opportunity employer restrictions supply. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Rapid Fire. Coming up at 4.34. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Uh, this week we are doing Too Hot. I'm going to tell you about some places on the planet, two different locations. I'll give you a month of the year. You tell me which one is hotter. This is inspired in part by the news that in the UK, hot. it is extremely hot now. Yeah. Apparently they, they hit uh, over 40 degrees Celsius today for the first time. I can't believe this. First time ever. That is for if you're not keeping track on that. That's 104 degrees, uh, is what 40 degrees Celsius is apparently. That's what that's what they hit today in Great Britain. So yeah, that's hot, and they don't have air conditioning. A lot of people there. That's that's the dangerous thing, is that 10 percent of the country has air conditioning. I that's that is an unbelievable stat to me. But then again, I always forget how north 
London well, even it's is, very let north, alone the rest of Great Britain. And it's an island. It's it's maritime. It gets a lot of breezes and stays pretty cool. I mean, the average high, I want to say for London, 72. So if your average high, even in July, was 72 degrees, air conditioning may not be high on your list either. You know, oh, by the way, all these buildings are 250 years old. They would probably, I'm guessing, uh, in the local weather reports, probably not even have to tell people to open up their windows because it's probably just a standard operating procedure. It's probably how you live. Cracking the windows open because it's never too hot for the windows. Oh, too hot today. It is too hot today. That's right. You wouldn't want to open them up today. I saw people, though, they were they had some live shots, people on the street. And they just, uh, I mean, some people were wearing summer clothing, but for other people, they just don't wear the clothing that we wear. Yeah. Like, we, we'd be naked. Well, sure. If it was 104, you'd be naked. I saw people walking around in long pants with long sleeves that were just sort of rolled up to their elbow. Sweating out of their oh, minds. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm, I'm guessing if you went up to, I don't know, like the upper reaches of Manitoba, you know, was Yellowknife, is that up in Manitoba or is that another province? I forget which one. Anyway, like you go northern, up almost by the northern territories of Canada, I'm guessing a lot of people up there may have like maybe a pair of shorts, maybe, if that. There are probably a lot of people that don't bother do with that. I think in Yellowknife today. Uh, I'm going to say, say in Yellowknife it is uh, a high of 64. All right, Yellowknife right now, 72. Oh, okay. Warmer than I would have thought. But still. High of 75 today. Tomorrow down to 66. Ooh, chilly. No, I love it. (laughs) I know you do. Brisk. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for fall. I hate summer so much. And again, I'm not... The people over in England who are dealing... in in everyone on the British Isles that are dealing with this, that's, that's, that's crazy. I hope, I hope that there's some relief on the way soon. I hope these temperatures break for them. I am telling you though, like when I have walked out, you know, the last, I don't know, few weeks, I was thinking about this yesterday, walk out to my car and I have multiple times seen it. I get in the car. It says on the dashboard outside temperature of 100 or 102 or 103. Cause it's been sitting there baking, you know, all day in the sun. And I have said to myself, appreciate these moments, T-Bone. Because in a few short months, I'm going to be sitting there going, what is the temperature out? It's going to be like 34 degrees. And I'm going to be like, it feels like it's negative nine. I love it. I can't stand it when it's cold. I hate the and cold. And it's, it's all relative, too. But I'm just saying, I know that. But I, I'm realizing how I feel then is how you feel now. Yes. Like when you go out there, you hate I all hate of it. this. And I will hate it in a few months. I have a buddy of mine who lives in a small village north of Edinburgh in Scotland. Oh, okay. The village is called Dunkeld. Okay. Sure, it sounds very Scottish and, and, and old. I sent him a text today, and I said, I know how hot it is in in London. Are you getting this? Yeah, right. He said, oh, yeah. I mean, it's heat warning. Like, you turn on the television, it's just, the whole news is heat warnings, oh. find air conditioning, stay there, don't move. It's terrible. And I said, oh, is it 103? He said, no, it's 85. It's 85 here today. <laughs> right. But for them, that's, that's the end of the world. Yeah, it's 85. They're, I'm sure if that is ridiculous to them, then they probably never are thinking about short weather, right? Most of the people there, I'm guessing they're always thinking like, yeah, we're in long. No, to your point, they probably own one pair of shorts and it's when they go on vacation to Spain. Yeah, they probably take it with them they, or they buy clothes that time and say, yeah, I'll take some clothes with me down there that I'm going to never wear once I get back home. That's, yeah, 
Hopefully it gets better for those people. All right, Notre Dame. Notre Dame still trying to stay independent. I saw this from Dennis Dodd. He is bald. Marcus Freeman hates him. Notre Dame would remain independent if it can earn at least $75 million annually in media rights revenue from current broadcast partner NBC. Oh, Sources told CBS Sports. The Fighting Irish's deal with the network is set to expire in 2025. For NBC to feel comfortable raising Notre Dame's valuation at such a level, it is seeking shoulder programming, in this case, games played before and or after Notre Dame's contests, from a Power 5 conference to enhance its college football coverage. Hint, hint, NBC going hard for the Big Ten. Although, if I'm NBC, and let's say I have the Big Ten on the horizon, I tell Notre Dame to take a high. I'm not paying Notre Dame $75 million. I have my, my package now with the Big Ten. And I would go to Notre Dame and say, hey, we'd love to have you on this network. All you have to do is join the Big Ten. Well, right. I mean, wouldn't... Let me... There's there's two thoughts I have on this. One, we know then that Notre Dame's price tag for remaining independent is at least, and I'm going to say at least to be generous, it's more than this. It's at least $25 million, right? Because we already know the Big Ten, prior to adding USC and UCLA, it's going to get $100 million a team out of this deal. So Notre Dame is saying... We would be cool if we could get $75 million a year to stay independent. But if you join the Big Ten, you'd instantly get more. And I'm sure if Notre Dame joins the Big Ten, it will be closer to $150 million a team than it would be $100 million a team. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think it's probably up over $125 million if it's Notre Dame and USC are now in this package along with UCLA and, and they of course, just, everybody's they, already there? They wouldn't just add Notre Dame. They'd probably bring Oregon in right. as well. There'd be another team. So You're right. At least $125 million. Okay, so then let's say conservatively, they're, they're probably laying $50 million a year on the table to just remain independent. And I wouldn't allow them to do it. I've said this before. If I'm the Big Ten... I go to Notre Dame and say, hey, man, you want to be independent? That's cool. You're never playing one of our schools ever again. Nope. That's your choice. I'm with you on that. You don't get to play Michigan or Purdue or anybody else. And now you don't get to play USC. You can go to hell. You don't pay any any of our guys. And I I wish all the conferences would get together and say, and Notre Dame, no playoffs for you. Here, here's the, well, that's, I don't think, you're right. That that would be hilarious. You're not eligible. But it would never happen. And here's why. Because, because. Let's say the SEC was in the t- position the Big Ten is right now, where the SEC is wooing Notre Dame, and they've got all these traditional matchups with Notre Dame's rivals that are in their conference. You don't think, you don't think they placed a phone call? Well, I no, know, I'm I know sure that Greg did. Sankey's coming out saying, oh, we're not in any rush. We love 16 teams. Notre Dame is on the market. You don't think they placed a call? I'm sure they did. What I mean is the Big Ten has Penn State and Michigan and now USC and all these teams that have traditionally played Notre Dame over the years, right? If the SEC had that, where they had all these rivalry games with Notre Dame's, you know, rivals over the years, and then Notre Dame was like, hey, we really, you know, we really want to see about having this happen. Like, Notre Dame could, the SEC could say, take a hike, Notre Dame, and what would the Big Ten do? The Big Ten would instantly jump in and say, oh, you can come over here and play, and we'll have a bunch of new rivalries. Like, that's why the Big Ten will not probably tell them to just pound sand unless, you know, take it or leave it if they don't join the Big Ten, because they know the SEC will come in and say, cool, now you can have established games with, here's six SEC teams that'll play every year. And and then that will be the new thing. And now they basically add you know, Notre Dame by de facto, even if they don't actually get them in the conference. That's this weird power Notre Dame has over everything. I will say this, though. I don't know, to your point about the Big Ten and NBC, 
I don't know why NBC doesn't look at them and say, guys, you want $75 million. If you just join this other conference, you get all this money and then some. And we're your TV partners. We're happy. And all this shoulder programming we're looking for, we already will have because we'll have the Big Ten deal. It makes too much sense not to have this happen as opposed to paying Notre Dame something and then adding in all this Big Ten money too. I know that these schools are afraid of it, but I'm asking for bottom line purposes for NBC. Are they truly that afraid of losing Notre Dame over? You already have USC now captured in the Big Ten deal. You have Ohio State clearly captured in the Big Ten deal. And then I know Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin, all the others. UCLA is there too. Like you have two schools from the Los Angeles television market that are going to pull numbers for you regardless well, of how good or bad assu- they are. We're assuming that NBC's in on this. They may not. Be. I I believe maybe they, have they lose to be. out to CBS. You know, I don't know what type of package they're going to have, but from a Notre Dame fan perspective too, do you want this? I know. Look, I know you've been beating your chest about independence for a long time, but you have to, you have to know this is passe. At this point, and I hear from you, Notre Dame fans, you're pissed off at NBC because they act like they don't matter or you don't matter to them. Yeah. How, how many more you put Chris Collinsworth's kid on the broadcast now and maybe throw Drew Brees out there and see what he can do? We've, we've seen that. We've done that. They act like you don't matter. So now you want to go back to them? Here's the only reason that I'm guessing they don't care about that is because whenever you hear any articles about what are we going to do about governing college football or what are we going to do about the bowl system or what are we going to do about any of this crap breaking away, they always talk about the Power Five commissioners and the Notre Dame AD, Jack Swarbrick. Like, they always do that. Yeah, but for how long? I don't know how how long long do they do that. But my question, right, but they still do it now for whatever reason. If Notre Dame joins a conference, that goes away. They don't ever get to do that anymore. Right? Because they'll just say, oh, yeah, you're represented by the Big Ten. Why does why does he need to be here? We don't need you a part of the discussions. We already know who's going to be involved here, and that's the Big Ten. Well, that's fair enough. But, you know, you could say that about Ohio State, too. And then who do they run to? They talk to Gene. So sure it's enough. not like you're individual right. schools don't have power. Captain Jack Sparrow can still have power that's as right. the AD at Notre that's Dame. That's fair. We but know if- who's really running the Big Ten, and it ain't Kevin Warren. No, I'm just saying I think they value it enough to stay out at 100 million i don't know if they would stay out at 125 or 150 million a school if they do their fools well they you're right they very well could be football on tv is a thing how about that for a tease common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center Good afternoon. Just a reminder that East Long Street, east and westbound between Miami Avenue and North 21st Street, that is closed due to a building collapse that happened earlier this week. You can use Broad Street or another street as a possible alternate, but please avoid if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessit are reminding you to never text while driving. No text messages worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECBT.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. 
You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Our brand new t-shirts are on sale now. Head to 971thefan.com. You'll see a, a link that says Man and Bone World Tour. Click on it. Buy one of our red shirts. Regardless, I demand you do it. You Thirty dollars. They're on sale for three days, and then they're done, gone forever. We could sell five or five hundred. Then they're gone. Yeah, I All really, right? I really like how the red shirt kind of looks. It just it. I went to a I went to a metal show over the weekend. I was out there. You know, I wasn't in the pit. I was with Mike. I was what they call a pit daddy. Where I was standing on the sidelines, making sure nobody's getting hurt. Well, you know what? You're you're almost forty years old. Yeah, I don't want to get you in there. Be in the I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to hurt anybody else accidentally. I'm also still a big guy, but I was over on the sidelines. But I saw quite a few shirts that have that kind of look to what our red shirt does, which is one color, almost looks like a pencil drawing on there, but it's still you know lined in nice and shaded properly and all that. A lot of band shirts like that, and I think this this would fit in very well at that. Fits in anywhere. You wear this shirt out, people are going to notice it. Yeah. It's for every occasion. Weddings, funerals, grandma's house. Wedding funerals. Those are weird. Get our red shirt. They if happen. You, if you can't spare $30 for your favorite radio show, then you know what to do. Go, Go to hell. hell. That's right. Buy I it. agree. And if you're Mr. Moneybags, Mr. and Mrs. Moneybags, I'm sorry, buy the VIP box set. And, and if then, you have an average household income us. of more than $150,000 and you don't buy the box set, you know what else to do. Go to hell! Wow. Yep. I, like I don't, I don't care if you got nine kids to feed. I like that's, how you put that number on it, that's too. That's your choice. It's your choice to have that many kids. All right. All right. It's our choice to only sell 75 of these boxes. And you get a special VIP experience with me and T-Bone. You get to hang out with us. And I'm looking forward to this because it's going be, to be a fun night. Go to hell. August 1st. But the only way in is if you've got one of these boxes that you purchased. That's mm-hmm. it. Limited quantities, limited availability, limited time offer. Hey, good news. Coffee is good for you now. Oh. Now, next week, it'll be bad. They'll have some sort of study saying that drinking coffee, you just die instantly. But I saw this study out of the UK. 170,000 people they studied here. And they determined that if you drink coffee every single day you are 30 percent less likely to die okay there you go that's interesting even if it has sugar in it they say oh they, really they, they consider moderate consumption up to three and a half cups a day really so if you're drinking you know three cups of coffee a day you are doing your part to not die congratulations well that see again i feel like i need more information on this because Yeah, what I was thinking was when you said, if you drink coffee, what does that mean? If you have a cup of black coffee every day, I can almost guarantee you, no matter how much, you know, of a strength coffee you get, you're probably not putting too much of anything in your body, right? Now, if you drink nine espressos every day, isn't that a little bit more? So that's still drinking coffee, but one is not the same as the other. So that I think is where we'd have to you know, find out exactly where the limit is. And I also would guess if you're buying like a, a, what is the, whatever venti like latte with 19 pumps and extra this and extra that venti venti pumps, whatever. Yeah. Like I would think that's different than getting a small cup of black coffee and sipping that in the morning. Like those have to be two different things too. I would guess. Well, Folgers crystals. What's wrong with that? I don't drink coffee. I'm going to die. Breaking news. Ted doesn't drink coffee. He's going to die. 
I do drink coffee. I'm going to die. We're, I, all, we're all going to die. I drink caffeine, though. So it has nothing to do with caffeine. It's the bean. It's not the caffeine. Well, they don't think the caffeine's the thing. They think it's something to do with the bean. Oh. So okay. the bean has a health benefit. That's what they think. I see. Until next week when it doesn't. And they tell you to flick the bean away is that, because it's not good for you. Is that you. in the journal? Yep. They're going to put that in the New England Journal of Medicine, huh? Mm-hmm. Flick the bean away. That's an away. English term for throw away the bean. Throw it Stop away. Stop drinking coffee. Flick the bean away. Toss it in the bean. Mm-hmm. Toss it in the bin. Toss, it it, toss, toss your bean in the bin. Yeah, you got to bin it. Yeah. You put it in the bin. It's rubbish. Put the bean in the bin. Yeah. Not the same as putting the biscuit in the basket. No. No. Hey, uh, football's still big on TV. Breaking best, news? Best sports ratings and viewership of 2022 so far. Teddy sent me this today from sportsmediawatch.com. Different than flickthebeanaway.com. Don't go there. No. <laughs> that's Don't a go diff- there. That's Maybe go there. Entire, that's a different place entirely. Uh, the number one show... Well, shockingly, Super Bowl 56. Are you kidding me? 99.18 million people. It was on NBC this past year. It had a rating of 36.9. As a matter of fact, number two, NFC Championship. Number three, AFC Championship. This is all NFL stuff. Number four, AFC Divisional. Number five, NFC Wildcard. Number six, NFC Divisional. Number seven, NFC Divisional. Number eight, AFC Divisional. Number nine, NFC Wildcard. Number two, AFC Wildcard. Number 11, I'm sorry, two, I said 10. AFC Wildcard. Number 11, AFC Wildcard. Number 12, regular season, week 17, Cardinals, Cowboys. Then AFC Wildcard. Then NFC Wildcard. And then all the way down to number 15. That's when we have our first non-NFL entry here. And it is the College Football National Championship, <laughs> Georgia say, and Alabama, Yeah, drew 12.1 million people. That's pretty impressive. I then mean, it's the Olympics after that. They had a night nine. Oh, yeah. you know, want to know why that was on here? Number 16 on this list, Beijing Winter Olympics, night nine, with 10.5 million people, because that was the lead out to the Super Bowl. Oh, right. Okay. Super Bowl and then Olympics. I see. And that's why Olympics are on here. You know, I'll, I'll put this in there. Like, I, I have often in my head wondered, because I mean, I like football. You like football. Most everybody listening to us likes football in some capacity. And that's probably because we grew up in America for the most part. Most of us who are listening and probably were raised watching this sport. Right. But I was also raised watching baseball and basketball and hockey to some degree, I saw not as much of that as the other three, but I did see some hockey too growing up. But I, I, I don't think America has clearly embraced those sports the way it currently embraces football. And trying to figure out why that is, I have racked my brain trying to figure out why it is that we all just kind of went to football over every other sport. But then I guess I never give this any thought. Like in Britain, what's their number one sport? Soccer, right? A lot of countries, that's their number one sport. I don't feel like we spend a lot of time wondering, like, why do all these countries like that thing they like? We just assume they do, right? Because that's what we're told. So American culture, apparently, we just really like football. For whatever reason, there's probably lots of them, but it's culturally something that we're not, I mean, we're not getting away from that anytime soon. No, I don't, don't think. apologize for that either. I'm just, well, I'm not. When I, when I see it in black and white on here, because yes, we love football. We also love sports. Yes, right? we do. The, the television right. deals for the NBA continues to go up, and even Major League Baseball, what we're told all the time, Major League Baseball's dying, nobody likes it, it's all old people that watch it, yet every single time their TV deals come up, they make more money than the last time. Clearly, sports on TV is still a thing for us, but the NFL 
is and will be for the foreseeable future be the king. I guess the only other thing I would add to that that is a little perplexing on it, and I'm not saying, again, I like watching football, but what I think is weird about us, and, and good weird, not bad weird, just interesting to me. Like, I think most people who watch baseball, they don't know all the ins and outs of throwing a curveball, but they know generally that you have to grip the ball differently to get the ball to curve, right? Like, people are aware sometimes of the situations when you throw a curveball when you wouldn't, things like that. I think a good amount of people who watch baseball know some of that stuff. When you watch basketball or hockey, you know good amount of the ins and outs if you're a diehard fan of those things. I think there are a lot of people who watch the NFL. Obviously, you see the numbers who have no concept what base defense their favorite team that they watch no, every week is right. playing. You're right. Let alone the complexities of that base defense, all the different things those linebackers and safeties are doing, everything else they're going through. And then you go to the offensive side, and again, it's it's Rubik's Cube. But that is the most popular sport. Is the one we may know the least about as an average fan, and I just find that fascinating. Rapid Fire coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy delays to watch out for. Traffic is stop and go on I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup over there. And more slowdowns expected on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. Our brand new man and bone world tour t-shirts are for sale now. Go to 971thefan.com. You will see a link that says Man and Bone World Tour. Click on it. You can either be fancy and buy one of our VIP boxes or be a regular person and buy one of our red T-shirts for $30. Mm. We are making these to order. All right, so if you need an XL, don't worry. We will have them for you. Right. We haven't sold out of any sizes. Yeah, Then I mean, the thing that we will sell out of Hopefully, if enough people buy them, the boxes, there are only 75 of them. And then yes. the boxes have the black T-shirt with the full color logo on it. Very cool thing. And that includes the meet and greet that we're going to do. That's the only way to get that shirt. On the back of that shirt, we also have the tour dates and all this other yes, stuff. The tour the dates are tour. not on the back of the red shirt. They're just on the back of the black shirt. Right. That's right. But the red shirt is if, you know... You're not up for buying one of those limited edition ones. You want to get just a shirt that you enjoy. That shirt we put a lot of time and effort into is making sure that that one would be comfy and nice as well. So check them all out. 971thefan.com. Just click on the Man and Bone World Tour thing and there you go. Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. 
All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. With the addition of Johnny Goudreau, what would you consider a successful season next year for the Jackets? Uh, six to seven seed make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm saying it's got to be a playoff seed and not a squeaking in by the you know last very couple yeah, games. Yeah, and look, I, I'd love to see you go to the playoffs and then make some noise, but if, if that doesn't happen next year, it's not going to be the end of the world, yeah. then you build off of that next year. Yeah, but this is the type of scoring that... I know this team already scored quite a bit of goals this past season. You add in this level of scoring, though, it should open things up for everybody else. should make your defensemen not have to work as hard because the other team's defensemen are so occupied and that rest of that team is back on the forecheck trying to do everything they can to, to stop this right. offense. Right, and it's not just Goudreau. I, I expect this team to be a much more physical team, a better defensive team. Yeah, regardless of how many that. goals they're scoring. And you there are other additions made, right? So it's not just him and him alone. There's yeah, been other guys out of subtractions. Because exactly. you, you know they're going to be there. They got to do that. You're right. Rapid fire number two. Last time I asked you guys to give me your Mount Rushmore of Buckeye linebackers when you combine college and pro stats. This week, let's do the same with defensive linemen. You go, Bone. Um, that's tough because I know, like, last week I was thinking about Vrabel as a linebacker. Because I think more in the NFL, that's kind of what he ended up playing well, in the system. Was, way, he was like a hybrid type. Yeah, right, right, whatever. But I would still put him, because I remember him as a defensive lineman here. I would put him in that mix. Obviously, his NFL career stands up with anyone. I would put Will Smith, may he rest in peace, in that mix. Um, another guy that I say rest in peace, Big Daddy Dan Wilkinson. Not a dude to mess around with. That guy was something else. But of course, like the Bosa's warrant discussion in this i think even though it's a very young career for him chase young warrants a discussion but it's a mount rushmore and those guys haven't played a ton yet so i'm gonna go with so you're eliminating those guys not limit i guess if i have to pick one i'll pick the oldest i'll pick joey bose as the oldest right and i'll say then will smith dan wilkinson mike frable with the knowledge that two of those other guys may jump in there but that's my four right now. teddy what are you doing on your four i'm not answering this question i just want you to tell me (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, can you I, do that? Yeah, I can. Uh, I can jump out. Veto. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are several yeah, names that came to mind. I was thinking uh, Will Smith, um, guy uh, Bill Willis. I mean, he's a guy. I mean, obviously, way back to way the forties. But he's yeah. probably the greatest of all time if right, you want to consider. That's, that's right. And um, I went uh, Vrabel and Cam Hayward. Oh yeah, Cam, Cam Hayward's you know a good he's, choice. He's a guy that's just been around you know forever for the choice. Steelers. No offense to the Boses. Take. Take Joey off my list. Put Cam Hayward on. As a Browns fan, I always hate thinking about Steelers players, but you're exactly right. Cam Hayward should be on that list. There's my four. Done. All right, I like both those lists. That's fine. In a couple years, it may change. Do a little honorable mention with my guy, Alonzo Spellman. There you go. May he rest in peace. He is dead, right? I don't don't remember. I'll say I want to say he's dead. Okay, I don't remember. I mean, I don't want to say he's dead, (laughs) but I I think he's dead. I don't either, for what it's worth. Uh, rapid fire number three. All right. The Buckeyes, Alabama, and Georgia are heavy favorites to win the national title, according to Vegas. Who would you choose as the fourth team? I feel like I keep answering variations of this question with the same answer, and it's it's got to be USC, isn't it? I mean, if you look at their path to the playoffs, you can say, wow, that's quick. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah, I think it will be a quick turnaround just because their conference isn't very good. They have perhaps the best quarterback in college football going out there and playing for them. So, yeah, I think USC is that fourth team. Yeah, I'm I, I'm in the same boat here that I would I would think USC has not as a preseason ranking. 
I don't think you're going to see them on a lot of lists as the fourth best team in the country, but if they can win the majority of their games and get to the Pac-12 championship game, isn't that a pretty easy path for them to get there? I think, I don't know. I guess if it's Look at not their schedule. Them, right. If, if it's not them, then it's got to be any other team you're going to mention is going to be either Clemson, but God knows what they are this year after as a after they looked last year, not like a team that could compete for a championship. And then every other team is going to be another SEC team that will have lots of different avenues and ways for them to not make it to a national championship game. And you just mentioned two SEC teams already. So I don't see it being three SECs. So I'm not going to go that route. Rapid fire number four. Just a note, Alonzo Spellman still with us. Still alive. Yeah. I don't know why That's I thought great. he was dead. He's I'm glad he's alive. 50 years old. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Alonzo. I'm sorry I thought you were dead. <laughs> All I'm right. glad you're not. <laughs> Since uh, you guys were a big fan of the home run derby last night, oh. I thought I would ask you to tell me your most memorable home run and your baseball fandom. Uh, Paul Canerico, Game 2, 2005 World Series, Grand Slam. Yeah, I, I mean, one that I personally saw, it happened in a loss. This was with my team, the Mets. I was at the World Series with my dad uh, against the Royals. And that was game four, Michael Conforto, two-run shot, upper deck in the right field bleachers. And I've never felt a stadium go as nuts as that stadium did, City Field, that night. Um, But the other one I was going to throw out there just for fun is Bartolo Colon's home run, which is my favorite home run of all time in San Diego. That's just so great to me. But the one I I actually saw one in person that stands out, so that's the one I'm going to go with. Rapid fire number five. The New York City Council voted to officially bestow the name Beastie Boys Square on the intersection that is highlighted on the cover of their album, Paul's Boutique. Common Man's uh, favorite one, I think Uh, it is. I love the Beastie Boys Boys albums. That's his favorite. I love them. If we were to have a man and bone square, where would you guys like that to be? And you can have different answers. Oh, thanks. Where would I like that to be? You don't have to agree. Um... I know where mine would be, but I don't think... Well, I don't think this place exists anymore as far as the reason why I picked this spot, but it was Cleveland Avenue and Fifth Avenue is where it used to be Chicken Corner over there where they had... It still exists. No, I know it does, but... They didn't blow up the intersection. I I know that. I'm saying there used to be like, I want to say three chicken places right. wasn't there was a on, kfc there was a popeyes and there a, was churches. a churches yes those were the three that were on that one corner that fits i think just a fried chicken square is where i would go yeah, that'd I be like fine that. with me i like that i was gonna say you know we're in a different building now but for the majority of this show's life we were down on front street yeah and there and was a nice little courtyard right there in between little, the two buildings. You know, grassy knoll there. Mm-hmm. We had some good times out there before sure it did. became completely overrun by bums. I still had good times with the bums. They were very <laughs> fun to talk to. Especially the two that just dropped trowel and had sex right in front of the window. <laughs> remember that? That was day a good time. Well. Speaking of home runs, I remember, Ted. That's one that went uh, oh, back, 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 gone. Oh, it, it was in the cheap seats, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I have another live or dead update. Oh boy, Bone! Did you say Dan Wilkinson dead? Oh, he's Not, alive. Why he's did alive. I say, Why are we killing people? I don't know. No. Why do we keep killing know. people? Stop doing it. I don't. By know the way, why. David Boston very alive. I don't. <laughs> I don't even want to do any more of this. No, he's, so, he has passed. David yeah. Boston. I don't know why I thought. Why did I think that? What is going on with why my brain? Why don't know why? Because we got a lot of stuff to remember. 
apparently. All right, we got to remember, put our pants on every single day. That's a hard. Of, That's difficult. A lot of real estate in my head's already taken up by other things. I mean, I was literally sitting here judging you going like, well, how did you think Alonzo's, jeez. Like, I just was so judgmental of you, and then here I did the same thing. Is David Boston alive? Uh, He is. Yes. Terry Glenn? Terry Glenn Platt passed, passed away. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I give up. Alive, dead, we're outlawed. We can't play <laughs> that, anymore today. That's the today. game show, actually. <laughs> No, I don't know why I thought David Boston was dead. No, he's just no. He was roidy. Well, yeah, I understand he was roidy, but yeah, but all right, I alive. killed Alonzo Spellman. I, I killed David Boston. I killed Dan Wilkinson. But Will, okay, again, this is morbid Will, and horrible. Will Smith, Will Smith is, has yes. sadly passed away. He we has, are aware of that. That was a that was a bad situation. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Terry Glenn has sadly he, left us. Yes. Yes. All right. And then. uh <laughs> I just got a tweet from Rimmers Swimmers who said R.I.P. Fifth and Chicken. And that is right. That's what that was called. That's where that intersection was. All right, I'm not going to kill any more people. Or, Jamar inter- Chase. or intersections. Yes. Jamar Chase, disrespected by nerds. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound at Route 315. Traffic is stop and go in this area. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup as they get things clear and caution is advised here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game? Today we are going to play a really easy game called Too Hot. I'm going to give you two temps, two uh, rather two cities, and a month of the year, and you tell me which one gets hotter in that month of the year. Uh, Major League Baseball home run derby last night. Average, six, average cracky. Average 6.88 million viewers on ESPN slash ESPN2. That was down 3%. From last year, up 11% from 2019. And I saw this from a Sports Business Journal. It says, for what it's worth, the 6.88 million viewers, 3% higher than this year's Pro Bowl on ABC, ESPN, and Disney XD. Whatever mm. the hell that is. It's what a, is Disney XD? It's like a, it's it's not a kid's channel, but it's like, they have kid stuff on it, and then I think they have like, some of their live program, or not live program, live action. It's not just cartoon stuff. It's like movies and stuff like that. All right, anyway, I'll be curious to see what the actual game does tonight, since last night's Derby did 6.88 million viewers. Yeah, I mean, in the world of what we live in now, 6.8 million people watching anything on TV is pretty good. Is it like NFL numbers good? No, but 
Well, it's NFL Pro Bowl numbers good. As we just then again, right, as we just talked about, they're talking about throwing the Pro Bowl away as they should. Yes, it's the, the Pro Bowl is one of the few things with the NFL that does not translate, and the reason for that is because no one plays it at full speed, and thus people don't want to watch it. The new Madden ratings are out, and yes, the players do take this seriously. You're probably saying it's just a video game. Who cares? Trust me, these guys care what their Madden rating is. So let's look at wide receivers. Devontae Adams comes in at the top as the top wideout with a 99 rating. The remainder of the top 10 looks like this. Cooper Cup, Rams, 98. Tyree Kill, now with the Dolphins, 97. Uh, Ouchie DeAndre Hopkins with the Cardinals, 96. Stephon Diggs, Bills, 95. Justin Jefferson. Richard Jefferson. <laughs> I picture <laughs> Bill Walton guy. saying his name. It's not the same Vikings guy. receiver, 93. Then it's Bucks receiver Mike Evans at a 92. Chargers receiver Keenan Allen with a 91. Terry McLaurin just got his new contract with the Commanders. He gets a 91. And Amari Cooper, now of your Browns, gets a 90. Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf both got 89s. Mm. So they didn't get up to the 90 threshold. Also right. not getting up to that 90 threshold. With an 87, Jamar Chase. I find that to be uh, not good. That's not that's not right. I, I would, named a lot of receivers there. Yeah, Michael Thomas is at a ninety. He's rehabbing an injury. Chris Godwin is at an eighty-nine. He had a torn ACL. Yeah, that's really shocking. They both don't. of those guys though better ratings than Jamar Chase. I, well, like I've told you, I think Jamar Chase is a top five guy in the league. I'd take I would take him over a lot of the guys. Not just I mean I know for the years, right? The amount of time he has left in his career. I'm just saying, you give me a set of downs and I got to get down the field with one of those guys as my number one wide receiver. There I, I would take Devontae Adams, certainly. I would take Cooper Cup, certainly. I could see taking Tyreek Hill too. And then I'm probably putting Jamar Chase in that like right after I'm those guys. I'm taking Jamar Chase over Tyreek Hill. Fair enough. I I think he is enough that you could say do that. And if you think I'm exaggerating, then I don't think you understand the impact that he had. I mean, yes, you had Joe Burrow doing Joe Burrow things, but Joe Burrow doesn't look like that if Jamar Chase is not on that team. He, yeah, I think Joe Burrow will be that guy every single year. But I think a lot of that is like, I think what you saw last year in part is because he did have that weapon. He did have Jamar Chase. And I think the two of them together have elevated each other. But Put Jamar Chase on a lot of other teams. I still think he's making plays and doing that. And now, by the way, I also am crazy enough that I would say I'd take Terry McLaurin in my top five. I would I would put those two guys in the top five with anybody else in the league. Of course, in the real world, none of this matters. But I did see this and smile because Chase Claypool of the Stillers, mm -hmm. your favorite team, your oh, favorite guy. He's one of my favorites. He recently know. declared that he is a top three receiver in the league. Madden Which did league? not think so. Canada? This <laughs> Well, what are we talking like, about? That's, Madden, I mean, though, gave him a 78. <laughs> so, <laughs> and again, maybe he goes out this year with Mitchie Mitch and Go ahead. proves everybody wrong. Prove everybody wrong. Go right or ahead. small hands. I don't know who wins that job. I'm guessing it's going to be Mitch. Yeah, it could be, could be Tiny Hands, McLocal Boy, Kenny Pickett, whatever. Either way, it'll be fun to watch the Steelers, you know, just kind of stumble around out there. Look like, I don't know, they're running around in slop. That'll be fun. And I'm going to give you some names. You tell me what their ratings are. Oh, gosh. I haven't. Well, just All right, what fine. you would rate fine, them. Fine, fine. Okay? Samuel Watkins. Still playing in the league. I have to remind I was myself say, that. now? Like, I mean. Yeah, now. Not 
they I mean, won 74 79 79 okay so I don't, I don't, here's the problem i don't know the madding rank madden ranking system well enough and then i'm also dumb about actual players so that could be this nelson agalor teddy you can jump in on this too. i'll say i'll say he's nelson an Aguilar. i'm gonna say an 82 really he's gonna be lower than that he's probably like a 68 <laughs> Come on. 81. Season 8. Teddy Hell. Look at you, Teddy. Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder. Uh, 76. Teddy? 78, I guess. 80. Teddy okay. wins that oh, round. Okay. On the Fine. curve, apparently. <laughs> I love this snark from Darnell Man. Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Um, that's easily a 74. Easily 75. 79. Mm. They game. love these guys. Yeah, I tell you. Good game. This is great. We're Ratings just saying gold. numbers. <laughs> saying We're not going to do this in about a whole half an hour or so. you've missed anything I assure from you, the first two hours of you the have, show. You have not. It's us just pimping our own products and Madden ratings. Mm-hmm. That's all we've been doing. That's it. But we got you covered next with the rundown. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound at Route 315. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area. Plan about a 10-minute slowdown. You'll also find some delays on I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game this week, Bone? Today we are going to play Too Hot, where I give you two cities and a month, and you tell me which one is usually hotter of those two cities in that month around the globe. It's very hot in London today. Mm -hmm. They set an all-time temperature record today. Maybe you're saying all-time for this date? No. Ever. In the history of temperature in that country since they've been recording temperatures. Which they've been doing for a while. I would assume so. But they set a record today. Very hot. About 104 degrees. But I was watching the BBC News this morning. You know, they do Celsius over there. Mm-hmm. And I've been told it's, it's all we need is Celsius. Even though I like to be as exact as possible with Fahrenheit. Yay, America. But they were measuring the temperature. And they said, well, the record is upon us. We're at 40.219 degrees mm-hmm. Celsius. And I said, this is just like humans. Humans need to be as precise as possible. See, normally Celsius is just fine for them. Well, what is it? 27, 26, what's the difference? 
plus or minus three degrees here or there, it's not going to make or break me. But when you're miserable, you want to be as precise as possible, whether you're hot or whether you're cold. It's not good enough to say, well, it's zero. You got to be, it's zero, and then there's 25 negative wind chill. That's how bad I feel right now. That's true, and I agree with you on that. But we do that in Fahrenheit, too, don't we? I mean, not with, like, the temperature outside or in your house, but what's the temperature that a human body is supposed to be? I remember always being taught it was 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit was the official human body temperature. I'm, like, at 94. I'm dead. Well, that's, yeah, that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole nother level of issues with you. I'm just saying, I remember being taught that. I think it has to do with, you know, you're right, though. When you have a fever, if it's, well, what is your fever? Like 99, you're, but like if, if you have a fever of over a hundred, that's when, especially with kids, that's when the doctors will say, well, what is the temperature? And you'll say it's 102. And they're like, is that exact? No, it's, it was 102.3. Oh, okay. And they'll write that down because that's more important than if you're like, ah, oh, he's at 98, remember that 99. Time that Bo Bishop told us his fever was 107. I do remember that. And I remember thinking at the time that that's pretty high. I, I said, I'm sure you feel bad. You probably need a new thermometer. Right. I think the Don't thermometer put it in your mouth been. and in your ass at the same time. I think, well, I think the thermometer probably wasn't reading right there on that day. No, I swear, boys, 107. It's like, well, all right. It was they hot. Should, they should probably write a multi-volume book about you if you were 107 and you survived, came yeah. on the air. I am on the other side of you, though, on the Celsius thing, because uh, I don't need, I don't need 72 to 74. Let's just, let's just call it whatever no, it is. I what like is that? Be, I like to be precise. But, but, yeah, we, but we always do this. It's, it's hot. How hot is it? Yeah, well, it says it's this hot, but with the heat index, the it's heat, really this the hot. heat index, yeah. All right, don't believe what this says. I'll tell you how I really feel, and it's worse than this number. Right. I find that interesting, though, because, I mean, we all do know that's true. Like, yeah, I'm they, not saying we, it's we not jo- true. No, I know. We joke about Arizona and the quote-unquote dry heat, but I do think there's a difference in Arizona between 85 there and 85 in, like, you know, the middle of georgia or something yeah when it's you know super swampy once you, and once all you that. get to a certain point though oh it's hot, hot right is, hot is hot if it's over if it's over let's say 95 i don't care if it's dry heat wet heat sloppy heat multiple checks under carriage heat whatever you well, gotta I, just do your I lived thing in bakersfield california and you'd step out the door and it was 115 degrees oh god you yeah. wanted to i don't care if it was hot or dry or whatever it wasn't very humid there no, of course but not. But I it's, wanted a sledgehammer just to come out of the sky and kill me at that point. Is that Bakersfield? I'm bad with geography. Bakersfield close to the kind of deserty area of yes. California, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. It's all deserty out there. Well, until you get to the coast, and then it's coast? lush greenways of coast. Yes, except they have to have lush green. But well, it's supposedly you know palm trees. Greener. And, yeah, greener. I yeah. gotcha. Uh, All star game in Los Angeles. That's tonight. right. Yeah, we will jep that game in progress. Nine o'clock after inside the crew. Yeah, we can talk about Cucho scoring goals and we don't how have it was to, real. We don't have to preempt anything. We, we got to keep the crew stuff on because that's the hottest team going right now. That's great. All right, let's do rundown. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. The biggest story of the day is that our new T-shirts on sale. Yes, I hear you rolling your eyes. I can actually hear you physically rolling your eyes. Mm-hmm. That's right. But it's big news for us. We have our brand new Man and Bone World Tour t-shirts on sale. Go to 971thefan.com, click on little Man and Bone logo, it'll take you to the shop page. You can buy one of our red shirts, it's on sale for three days, three days only, then that's it. Never coming back, ever. $30, pick your size, we'll send it to you. 
or or if you're super important vip package vip box with a special full color black t-shirt front and back with fake tour dates and our fake supporting bands on the back maybe you're saying who are your fake supporting bands animal dong mm-hmm. the goose spigots and downtown rat problem yep we are going to one of our dates is in intercourse pennsylvania join oh, us i can't i join can't us. wait for that yeah so this is a lot of fun 971thefan.com just man and bone world tour that you'll see the the logo for just click on that click and then you get to buy either the shirt or the box i've been told we have less than 20 boxes available okay so and those of course get you the ticket to the meet and greet thing we're doing on august 1st private meet and greet private and then another special surprise gift for you at that at event the meet and greet that's right but then the red shirts like you said these are limited edition. We are printing them after the orders. So I guess you could technically call this a pre-order, but I mean, we're, we're, we're purchasing the shirts as soon as we get all the orders done. Friday at midnight is the last day to buy those red shirts. And then that's it. We're never making them again. So however many we get, if we get another, you know, dozen orders, if we get 700 dozen orders, we'll make whatever they order number is specific to the sizes you guys request. What's 700 dozen? I have no What's idea. What's the math on that? That's uh, 8,400. Is that right? Wouldn't 100? Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Go yeah. to 971thefan.com. That's right. And buy your thing now. I have had a couple people ask, if we buy both, if we buy the VIP box and the red shirt, can I bring the red shirt to the special meet and greet and have you sign it? Yes. Yeah, we'll sign sure, you we'll want. sign anything you want. You can, I'll sign your bent carrot. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you could bring us like someone. You could bring us a Dave and Jimmy shirt and we'll sign it. I don't care. I don't know if they want us to sign it, but we'll sign it. Alive? Yes, I believe so. Torg dead. No, alive. No. All the time alive. Mm. Alive and well. Over on Q in the mornings. He's, that's where he is. He Jerry, Jerry Elliott did. I don't you know. He's alive. I do get people... Are we running like, his commercials this week? I hope so. Sounds so great. All I know is I get people sometimes who are like, yeah, whatever happened to Torg? I'm like, he's, he's go listen to him. He's right there. You can hear him anytime you want. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised people aren't aware of that. But our guy, Torg, we love him. Dino and Stacy dead. Nope. Alive. Alive. Both and back. Back yes, together again. They are back. They are back. Yeah. Uh, who else are we missing? Woody's dead. Well, not on the yeah. He's not on the air. He's not on the air. He's no. dead. If you're not on the air, you're dead. That, That's to me. right. What about the Wake Up Crew? Are they still alive? What I don't even know. Was it was Woody and the Wake Up Crew. Oh, is that what they call that? I didn't know. No, I actually, know. what happened was Woody <laughs> killed the Wake Up Crew. <laughs> Woody killed Zuko and yeah. Danny Zuko. I think is that. Uh, that's I think that, I don't know if that's his name. Yeah, from Greece, Ted. That's right. <laughs> Is yeah. Terry Smith still handing out lockers? Oh, I hope so. In Anaheim? In Anaheim. That's what, doesn't he do the Daily Show there along with all of his Angels broadcasting duties? I'm sure he gives out lockers. Does he host a show out there? No, I have no idea. He no. used to host a show here oh, yes, that course. I used to listen to. Yeah. Well, who else do we name? Eric, Eric Kalen. Dead. Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to say Bob Connors. Alive? Mm. No longer doing radio. I don't remember. I think Bob's dead. Now, see, we've gotten in trouble doing this already. I'm not going to do yeah, it again. Yeah, I know. We're, we're bad at this. Yeah. Uh, you know who's John, a, you John know who, Corby's dead. You know who? Yes, he is. You know who's alive, though? Larry Larson. 
I saw a picture of him yes, over the Larry's weekend. Alive. Yes, but lives out in California. Has a school named after him, by the way. Did you know that? In Grandview. I always wanted Larry Larson and Laurie Schmidt to fight. Right. I, why? Why did you want them I to don't fight? Know. Why you, why because you... to me, they're the same person. Really? Yeah. I've, well, they're both very stickler for details, which is good in this business. You need that. You don't need two people being on the air talking all the time about guys that are dead that are actually not dead. Yeah. That's good when you have detail. Larry Larson's not talking about signing your bent carrot. <laughs> I don't know what. Mr. You know, High School Football, signing your bent carrot. Hey, man, that guy's, he figured it out. That guy did high school sports for a long time here, got a school named after him, then went and retired and is living his best life out on the West Coast. Doesn't have to think a lick about sports if he doesn't want to, but let him live. He did, he did a long time here and went out and got a nice retirement for himself. Good for him. What were we doing? I don't know. Buy our shirts with our buy our demon shirts, please. It's got a snake and a skull on it. Uh, Juan Soto wins the home run derby, and he turned down four hundred and forty million dollars. Hmm. I've lost interest. Yeah. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. You know what? I will tell you. They had some breaking jackets news today. Oh. According to some people, almost as big as Johnny Hockey signing a deal with the Blue Jackets. And what's, that is... What's that? They've changed up their their jerseys a little bit. I did see this, and the I I like this. Road jerseys have been tweaked. The road aways where... Was it last year or the year before? For one game, they wore the blue pants instead of the red pants I on think, the road. Was it one or a couple? I want to feel like, I feel like there were a couple games they no, were. I, I don't know. I don't remember why they did it. It was a dozen games. If it they, was actually every game was of the not, season no, they wore them and we were like just one. wrong. It was like one okay, game. Okay, maybe you're right. It was And one. then people said, "Oh, it's pretty good. I like the blue pants." Well, they have heard you and they are changing to the blue pants on the road. That's a good look. I think that is well done by the Jackets to respond to that and say, "Yes, that's a nice look there." And then you go on the road, smoke all these teams. Johnny Hockey smoke scoring em. goals are going to be mad. Smoke them. Going to be great when they're hoisting the Stanley Cup with and those all because blue, blue shorts. No, they're going to do it on the road. They're going to win, I don't know, whatever game that will be, wherever they are. Depends on the seating, of course. But they'll win on the road. They'll hoist the Stanley Cup wearing those shorts. And when it happens, you can remember I said it first right here on the fan. Uh, speaking of jerseys, Ohio State's alternate jerseys should be maize and blue. Oh, How about that? This for a is so team? stupid. I'll tell you what that means. Well, T Bone will tell you what that means. That's right. Coming up next. Coming up next. Are you okay? You're Coming just... up next. Huh? What's happening? What is going on? Are we just? <laughs> is is did I Leanna... enter the upside down? <laughs> that is Leanna screaming. Yeah, right now she is. Uh, yes, I, I she can is. already. T- I can yes. hear it in my headphones. I know. <laughs> It's so uh, great. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Yay! All right, let's see. A disabled vehicle is cleared from I-70 eastbound at Route 315. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go as it recovers. Plan on some residual slowdowns as things get clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a pound of strawberries or a six-ounce raspberries or blackberries. Just $1.49 now to July 19th. Get real. Help me at Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game this week, Mona? Uh, the game this week is simply going to be too hot. I'm going to give you a couple cities from around the globe, and then I'll give you a month a year. You tell me which one has the higher temperature in those cities. Uh, Tampa signed Leonard Fournette to a new three-year deal back in March, and he apparently reported to camp at 260 pounds. <laughs> is listed on the Tampa Bay website at 228. Yes. So you have to assume if that's his ideal weight, he he's enjoyed himself this offseason. Just a little bit, but he just got a big deal, didn't he? Yep. Three years, 21 million. Right. Well, he's got some time to drop a few LBs. I'm not saying that's the best way to go about it, given that you're thinking, what, in a month and a half or so, we're going to be playing some football games, some live action, let's say two months, just because math's hard. Whatever. The point is, I don't know if that's the way, like, an elite athlete, you would want to drop pounds, is to do it, like, right before the season like that, but... What's a Hall of Fame game? To each their own. Is it uh, less than two weeks away, Teddy? I want to say, didn't uh, a couple teams start training camp yesterday? I think it's two weeks from this Thursday. Okay. Yeah, All right, so two it, weeks away. Was it Raiders and Bills? Is that who's playing that game? I don't know. Well, But we'll I, have it here yeah, on the fan. Okay. I know that. Whatever two teams there were, I think they started training camp yesterday. So technically, there are NFL training camps going already as we speak. All right, so alternate jerseys. You know, I'm not a real big fan of them, especially when you're a team with heritage. Like I saw the Carolina Panthers have like a black helmet. Fine. They're the Panthers. I don't care. But when you are one of the traditional blue blood teams in whatever sport you're playing, I think there are certain programs and teams that are above the alternate jerseys. They do this a lot in... English soccer, where I'll flip on a game, flip, on a Saturday or Sunday morning, and I will see, I don't know, Chelsea. Chelsea's out there. Yeah. And I'm a dope, but I know that Chelsea wears blue, right? Unless they're wearing, like, neon green. <laughs> Their alternate jerseys are not the least bit similar to what they normally wear. Yeah, they don't do, like, home and away like you think of here, where in baseball you have your, you know, white jerseys and then your right. gray jerseys, or in hockey where you have... The jerseys with all the colors on them and then the like lesser, more subdued colors. Like that's not what they do in soccer. And even though I've grown to accept that, you showed me today the new alternate kit for Manchester City. Yes. Manchester City, one of the best teams in English soccer. They don't have to imitate anybody. They share a city with Man U, Manchester United, known for wearing what? Uh, that would be red and black. Red and black. Yeah. Man City has their alternate jerseys that are red and black. Yeah. Explain red and black, that one to Red me. and black with yellow on it as well, which 
that I mean, if you go to their their official Twitter account, they have the post up with all their different players standing in these jerseys. And the jerseys are interesting looking. They have like a diagonal stripe pattern on them, whatever. But they say, earn your stripes. And they have, you know, a black heart and then a red heart. And apparently this does have some historic ties to the club. But Manchester City is known for now being a team that wears powder blue uniforms, like North Carolina basketball uniform. That's what they wear. Okay. So when you have a team that you go up against that clearly wears another color and has worn that for a long time as well, that is not exactly to me the most. I, I just I feel like that's a very dumb idea. I think we overthink these things. You know, if Ohio State got together and say, you know, what we should really do for our alternate jerseys. No one's going to see this coming. Maize and blue. Sure, that'll blow right. their mind. No, there are certain things you don't do. That's one of them. Well, you know what? You laugh at that, but quite honestly, there is a very good reason for Ohio State to wear navy blue uniforms. If they like, if they really wanted to get into it, they could. What? Because if you go back, well, it's not even back. If you go watch the halftime show, for years, there's been a navy blue, deep navy blue component to every Ohio State football game you've watched, at least at home. That is the Ohio State marching band. You know, I mean, they do all these other things to honor, like, well, this team from this decade or this era of the player, we're going to play this color or whatever. I could certainly see Nike when you're saying, hey, you know what? The marching band's a big icon for you. We're going to do a navy, deep navy blue that matches what the marching band wears. Now, you might be saying, hold on, idiot face on the radio. That's a black uniform that the marching band wears. I've looked at the marching band. I'm going to tell you, you are wrong. It is not technically black. It is the darkest dark blue you can find. Your wife has one in her closet. Yeah, she was in the marching band. She told me I thought it was black. And then I I said, you wear the black uniform. She goes, nope, it's technically a deep navy blue. And I said, get out of here. She puts it on when you guys are in the sack. Oh, yeah. Well, that's I I get my uh, Zuzaphone and she gets that. (laughs) Hopefully it's not bent. (laughs) <laughs> you're bent i'm gonna doubt the <laughs> the bent sousaphone i get that out yeah playing all those low notes anyway that would make no sense though not as i'm the band would that'd be cool if they went on to the band i think it would be you could overthink it and make that justification and then we'd end up with ohio state playing in navy blue uniforms and we'd say hold on a second that's not no it's scarlet and gray that's what we should be doing and that's my point here. Like, yeah, there's probably some history and some nice connotations for wearing these red and black uniforms in Manchester City, but don't do it. It's your rival's colors. Why would you? Isn't that what we do sports for? Is you just have dumb little traditions like this where your rival's colors kind of matter and you try not to wear them? California governor and Bush lead singer Gavin Rossdale, a.k.a. That's not Gavin <laughs> Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Doesn't yeah. sound like he's pleased about UCLA leaving the Pac-12. So, I guess, as governor of California, Gavin Rossdale slash Newsom is entrusted with the oversight of the state's massive 10-campus university system that includes UCLA, not USC. Uh, He was speaking to Fox 11 in Los Angeles. He was asked about UCLA leaving the Pac-12. He said, I read about it. I read about it. I'm the governor, no big deal, governor of the state of California. Maybe a bigger deal is that I'm the chair of the UC Regents. I read about it. Mm. Uh, he sounds butthurt that he was not sounds, well, here's with this. What I'm taking away from this is that there are a lot of people who seem to feel like they should have been filled in by 
uh, UCLA that they were doing this that apparently were not let in the loop on that. See, that shocks me, though. It really does. Well, here's why it doesn't totally shock me. They knew this move would be significant. They also knew if we start telling the nine other schools in this, you know, system and including the board of regents of all these UC schools and the who also the leader of that is the governor of California. We tell enough people this is going to get out. So why don't we just ride or die with USC and the Big Ten? We're going to keep our mouth shut. The news breaks. Everyone says, oh, UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten. Now, too many wheels are in motion. Do you think there's any way they stop this from happening? They, I, I think all this is posturing. I think there's a lot of things that might end up with some discussions, some hearings, some whatever within the school system, but I don't think there's anything that's going to prevent UCLA from actually going to the Big Ten. He said, is it a good idea? Did we discuss merits or demerits? I'm not aware that anyone did. So it was done in isolation. It was done without any region, regental, I guess. Regental? Regental oversight or support. Regenital. It was done, regenital, no. yes. It was done without any consideration to my knowledge. Now, perhaps there was deep conversation with other presidents, rather chancellors and presidents in the system. It will impact more broadly, not just to the UCs, but also to the other universities, including Stanford. He said, I have strong opinions about this for no other reason that as a member of the Regents, we were never consulted, never asked for an opinion, and they didn't have the decency to provide a heads up. Trust me when I say this, we're not going to be looking into it. We already are looking into it within minutes after reading about this in the newspaper. Okay. Yeah, it's... I would just think, to your point, yes, yes, if you tell too many people, you run the risk of it getting out. But if you believe the reports, they were in conversation for a year, I would think maybe you would just tip off the governor. Yes, I think so, too. But perhaps their argument is to that, what's he going to do to stop it? Right? Like, if we get the news gets out... Now that the news is out there, everybody's going to say, well, we can't It doesn't can't sound stop like it, he's against the move. It sounds like he's, his ego is hurt because he wasn't consulted. And I think if, look, if you run an institution of higher learning like this, you're used to playing politics. You're right. And I, I would assume that you would just know, like, hey, man, he doesn't, he's the governor. He's stupid. We could do this on our own. However, stroke his ego. Let him know what's going on. Yeah. Just we need to make sure it stays in house and this does not leak. I think that was the big reason they didn't want to do it. But they're not actually physically leaving the state of California. You know, they're not moving to <laughs> <No>. Iowa. <laughs> they are going to still have to do whatever with the governor. Like he's not going to be there. They're still in the University of California system. So that's all going to be weird for sure. Game show coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the drive right now. You'll find traffic is slow on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on some backups in that area. More delays on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. And traffic is slow on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed. 
with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you wanted to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up in mere moments. I don't think uh, Tyvis Powell is coming back. What do you mean? Well, he's out He's out there. What happened? In the lobby. Okay. And Timmy and I were playing ping pong. Yes. Tyvis is on the phone, sitting on the couch. Yes. Timmy hit a rocket ship right at Tyvis. Oh, no. Hit him right in the pee-pee. Oh, no. Yep. Timmy. Right in the pee-pee. You gotta be... I mean, he... Look, Tyvis has been on the air a lot here, but I still view Tyvis as a guest of our station, even though he does work here. He's one of our newer, you know, people that works here, and obviously has a long history as a Buckeye and NFL player, so... Gotta take care of the star athletes around here, man. You can't be hitting them in the naughty sections. That's not good. The naughty sections. That's right. Hey, our uh, new t-shirt is on sale now. Head to 971thefan.com. You'll see a little link to click on that says Man and Bone World Tour. Click on it. Buy our red shirt, losers. It's $30. It's on sale for three days and three days only. When the time is up, the shirt is gone forever. We will never bring it back. Buy one. Buy one for your friend. And if you're Mr. or Mrs. Moneybags, we have a few of the VIP boxes left. Mm -hmm. Special full color t-shirt, limited edition, plus guitar pick, beer glass, sticker, VIP lanyard, Mm -hmm. and a ticket to hang out with me and Bone at a private event. I'm 75 people at the VIP event. Yeah, but but that's it. Still private. It's happening. That's on August 1st. Uh, if you do order the box, please note, when you order, it'll say in the cart, there's a special instructions thing. You need to leave your shirt size there. If not, you'll get an email from Sticker Brad, who will tell you that you need to let him know your shirt size. Who? Stupid Brad. Yeah. We have less than 20 boxes left. I just got an update. Okay. Less than 20 boxes left. And so they will be on sale for three days, too. So if there's boxes left over tomorrow, you can buy them then. But Mm -hmm. if you want to secure yours, do it now. Game show time. All right. We are doing too hot. We heard about the temperatures in London where it has reached over 104 degrees for the first time in the history of that country. Uh, Tomorrow. Well, in that area. We're going to have a special... A uh, London correspondent on the show to talk oh. about the heat. <laughs> really? The, the Queen will join I us. I figured the Queen may join on us. On tomorrow's show. Yes. So London is a city. England is a country. Anyway, yeah, it's hot over there in the British Isles. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm going to give you a month, Mike, and then uh, two cities around the globe. You tell me which city it's hotter in in that month. All right, let's go. Uh, July is the hotter average temperature in Seoul, South Korea, or Denver, Colorado. Where is it hotter hmm. of those two? That's tricky because I know Denver can get very hot. It can. Very hot. I'm going to say Denver. You are correct. D. 
Denver's average temperature in the month of July is 86 degrees. Seoul is a, uh, by comparison, cool and chill 83 degrees. But still hot there. Like, Boise's one of those cities. Oh, really? Where, you know, yeah, Boise, mountains, Utah, yeah. it's up there. Well, it gets to be like 100 degrees in the summertime there. Boise's in Idaho, I just want to point out. What did I say? Utah. I, 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 you, know what I, you know what I meant. I just want to clarify. Idaho, Utah, what's well, the difference? <laughs> Who cares? People die there either way, I, right? That's right. Boise, dead. Um, all right, next up. Uh, in August, Madrid, Spain. Oh, it's on fire now. Or Los Angeles, California. Now, Again, Madrid. In, an, in August. Madrid. You are correct. You're two for two. Madrid is, on average, 86 degrees in August. In L.A., it is 84 on average. Uh, next up, in March, Tokyo, Japan, or Houston, Japan. No, Houston, Texas. Which one's hotter in March? Wow, see, I wouldn't think this would even be a conversation. I know Tokyo can get hot, but... Houston. It's in, Houston. In March, you say. Yeah, in March. In March. That mm. could be the thing. But you know what? I'm still going to go with Houston. You're correct. Uh, Houston, it's not really a conversation. Houston is 76. Tokyo is 59. All right, okay. I feel better about that. You were not wrong on that, so there you go. Next up, uh, in May, in Istanbul. Istanbul. Is it hotter in Istanbul or hotter in Dallas? In May. In May. Uh, Let's go with Istanbul. Ooh, sorry. Uh, You were doing so well. It all just... Fell apart right there. Dallas, 83 average temperature. Istanbul, 70. Really? Yeah. All right. I didn't know that. I was a little shocked to find that out myself. Uh, Well, next up, we will go December, Amsterdam, or Seattle. Where is it warmer? Obviously, it's, you know, cooler month there, December. But which one is the warmer temperature? warmer in Seattle. You are correct. You got a guess on an average temp there in Seattle? Average. These are high temperatures, I should point out. It's not average temperature. Average high in 44. Seattle. That is Amsterdam's temperature. 46 is what it is in Seattle. Right. But you were right that on. Was, that was pretty close. Very close. Uh, in October, Rome or Orlando? Where is it hotter in October? October. Rome or Orlando? Uh... Both are swampy, I'm sure, but I'm going to say Orlando is yes, hotter. Yes, that is correct. Orlando's 84, Rome is 72. Very nice. Risk. I would take 72 in October. That's not too bad. Uh, in June, Stockholm or Vancouver, where is it hotter? And I will tell you, this one varies by one degree hmm. Fahrenheit. I don't know about Celsius, but one degree Fahrenheit. Stockholm or Vancouver, where is it hotter in June? I'm going to say Stockholm is hotter than Ooh, Vancouver. Sorry, no? it is uh, Stockholm 66, Vancouver 67. Both so. sound fantastic. Yeah, that's June. I mean, that's maybe it's why it costs nine billion dollars <laughs> to, to live, live in Vancouver. One. That's right. I don't know about Stockholm. Well, I know what yeah, Vancouver maybe prices maybe are. Not. Yeah. Well, Stockholm, the the barrier to entry is uh, you have to learn to speak Swedish. I would guess that's probably part of the difficulty there. Uh, and finally, is July. Hotter in Portland, Oregon, or Paris, Paris, France. Which one is it hotter in in July? 
July or uh, we're uh, in July now for what it's worth. I'm going to say Paris is hotter. No, no, Portland's hotter. I found this to be shocking right. as well. Portland average temperature in July 84, Paris 77. Really? Yeah. What's the temperature I, in Paris today? Are they getting the same heat that like London's getting? I don't know if they're getting. Again, these are average temperatures over the you know years that they've measured it. One year blip up or down is not going to change a lot on that, but it could be hotter there today than it is normally. All right, the high in Paris today. Would you like to take a guess? What did you say the average temperature is? For uh, Paris, in Paris in July? is seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. What do you think their high temperature was today? Ninety-seven. One hundred six. Ooh. One. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Let them. What are we talking about London for? I know London's right? getting all the headlines. Paris is at one hundred six. One hundred six. That's that's mind boggling. Uh, back page coming up. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Plan on delays in that area. More slowdowns on Route 315 southbound between 670 and I-70 and 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. That's a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show. He's back. Your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, hello, you guys. Bone Man. Hello. How we doing? Back on your shift today. Here we are. Here you are. How, How was Scott about it? It was good, man. It was great. You told me I'd love it. You told me you'd been there before to Edinburgh. It was great town. We got to do far more of Scotland than I thought. It's such a small place. You know, it's just a small country, so we got to move about. Yeah, there's not it a lot of just people the, that live there. No, I How mean, many people live in Scotland? Two-thirds of the country, I believe, live between Edinburgh and Glasgow, the two big cities. And then the, the rest are just spread around the, the country. But, of course, the Open Championship was the highlight for me, the town of St. Andrews, the old course, the home of golf. But seeing a lot of the Scottish countryside and talking with a lot of nice people, it was a good trip. Bone, how many people do you think live in Scotland? Uh, the entire country. I'm going to say it is 11 million people. Timmy? That's a good guess. I, I think that's a good guess, Bone. Is it? I'm going to say 15. 5.4 million. <laughs> wow. That's okay. Oh, my God. 5.4 right. million. Now, tiny, though, for 5 million people to live in. I wonder what it is compared to, like, here. What do we got in Ohio? Oh, Ohio's like got a... 11 or 12? Way more than that. I think, yeah, I think we're up over... 
I think we're closer to 10 or 11. Yeah. Just think about that. I'm just saying, I think, I also think Ohio is a landmass is bigger than Scotland, right? 11.68 million live here. So I'm saying you've got a much smaller area, but. No, and that's what I was, I was saying before we left and we're trying to plot out the trip, you know, because you're, you're traveling internationally and you only have a week, a week or eight days. You hear a lot of people, they go to other countries, they take those 10 day bangers or those two week ones, right? And so you feel like with the days you have losing a day for travel on the front and back end that you can't move all the way around, but you'll look at places on the map and you'll just, your brain will tell you, oh, that, that, that would be a tough drive or that would be a, a tough place to get to on this trip. And then in actuality, when you get there and you have a car rental, oh, that's a 41 minute drive. Let's go. Well, that's there. how, yes. Yeah, I'm right. not saying all of Let's Europe is like that out. because you yeah. have larger countries. I mean, France is not a small country. No. Germany's not a small country. Correct. But I, when I was Scotland in high school, is. I had a relative from Italy come and stay with us for the summer. And I said, well, what do you want to do? When you're here, he's like, well, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to take a day trip and take a little road trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> and I said, I don't, I don't think you understand how far that actually that's, that's is. That's a long way I away. I thought you were going to say Los Angeles, but close What's enough. What's the difference? I would yeah, love right. to see California. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Take uh, me. It's amazing, right? Like, and, and I would think people who look at the map would say Las Vegas and Los Angeles, like, oh, they're not too far away. And it's like, no, nah, it's like three or four hours right. from L.A. to Las Vegas, we, I want to say. We view a drive to Western PA of three, three and a half hours is a quick little trip. Yeah, if you're going quick over little to, jaunt. like you swing over to Pittsburgh or right, Indy or Detroit, right. from here, those are all roughly Drivable. three hours. Yeah, and that would put you probably all the way from like the top of England down to the bottom almost, I would assume. If you were doing that. Well, or, think about that. The separation between England and France is 25 miles. Yeah, right. It's 25 <laughs> miles right, yeah. through the and, channel. And you have a completely different culture 25 miles away. Right. You have a completely different culture, like city to city in England. Yes. Like if you're in the Midlands, yeah. if you're up in the north, if you're down in London, like it's, or, you know, down around the coast. Like there's cultural differences that are pretty vast there, and that's just one little country. So did you drive when you were out there? Yes. What do you think of that experience? I got used to it. How did you Terrifying enjoy, on that first you day, right? Did you drive in the cities? Yes. I didn't drive in the cities. Yes. Terrifying. And it was a bad idea, too, because we played it all wrong. There was no need that I... There was really no reason for me to drive back into the heart of Edinburgh, but I was trying to make it convenient so we could all pick up our luggage and then go. And Edinburgh's nothing compared to driving in, like, central London. Right. But it was it was daunting because... They still have those sections of the city where you're near like the streets that are that Harry Potter was themed after. Those are all blocked off. They're all barricaded for pedestrians. But yet the mapping systems don't tell you that. And I'm sort of getting familiar with the town, but I've only been there for two days. So it's taking you in there and then, oh, it's blocked and you got people behind you that are ready to go. And the buses, there are just buses everywhere. And the double decker buses that gobble up the roads and the roads are tiny little cobblestone streets. So... All the left sides of the rental cars, too, they're all banged up. You know, that's where people curb the left tires, scratch the left doors, all that stuff. But, yeah, driving out in the countryside, that was maybe the highlight of the trip. Just absolutely beautiful. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeyes show tonight? Coming up tonight, Tyvis Powell is going to join us, so I'm excited to check up with him, get some stories from him about, you know, where Ohio State football players would be mindset-wise this close to training camp. And Cardale Jones will be the guest at 6.33. Of course, we're taking our little field trip on Friday to broadcast his charity softball game.
Buckeye Show, top of the hour, two big hours right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Icon Park in Orlando, Florida is not, uh, you know, Disney World or MGM Studios or any of those places, but it's still a popular amusement park where people go. There is a huge Ferris wheel there, and... uh, in Florida, I guess they realized that uh, it's it's probably not the best idea to put little targets on people and pretend to shoot them at amusement parks, even if it is an amusement park ride. The Bullseye Blast game let riders take advantage of the 400-foot wheel at Icon Park. They could pay an extra $6, and they would give them a laser blaster. And then they had 50 targets scattered around the park that you can see when you're up on this giant Ferris wheel that you could then shoot your laser pointer at. If you hit them, you rack up points or can win prizes. The problem is, of course, people on the ground are walking around, and all of a sudden a laser pointer is on them. Right and they're thinking, yeah, yeah. they're right on their eyeball. Or maybe worse, they're right. thinking, uh, is this something I should be afraid of, given... <laughs> It's the, not like it's restricted, like right. at Kings Island, they have that boo blasters ghost ride. Well, you're that's, in an yes, actual you're arena in a ride where you know you're doing things. that. This yeah. is out in the park where you're just walking along the main drag, and all of a sudden you've got a couple yeah, laser pointers laser beam on in you. my face. Yeah, that would not be good. So they have uh, decided to pause that game to uh, no longer do it, at least temporarily. We'll see if they permanently pause it or not. Uh, and uh, happier news, happy birthday from a couple days ago to David Hasselhoff, who I can't believe is... Only 70. Maybe wow, I, I thought he was going to be much older. I did too, but seven years old for the Hoff. Uh, him and, and Jason Stark, right? Yeah, they're the same age. And, you know, and the same actual physique as well, I believe, both of them. Yes. Stark yep. likes to run naked on Very buff. beaches. Was it Jason's right. birthday? No, it wasn't no, Jason's. We were just blown away to find out what his age was yeah. the other day. Yeah. We were looking but deeper thought he was Jason younger Stark. or older? Would have thought way younger. Oh. Yeah, not 70. But uh, I forgot to bring this up yesterday. Happy birthday to Jeff Rimmer. How old? was yesterday. I do not oh, know his how old age. is he. I have, no idea. I have no idea what his age is. I'm glad you said it, not me. I'll still get the phone call, though. No, no. That's he right. didn't have my number, so he can't call me. Uh, Buckeye shows up next. Inside the crew at 8. Uh, then we'll join in progress Major League Baseball All-Star Game. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the drive right now. You'll find traffic is still backed up on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on some slowdowns in that area. And more delays on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71 315 West Split and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do. With happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it, Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. From- oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I, don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's, I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is, you got to do it every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. To get the, to get the cue ball look. Yeah. Like I have the stubble going and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down. But the, the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. Right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 